What's up, good people? You are here for another episode of The Eight Black Hands. Tonight, we are going to talk about the sea of culture that our young people swim in and that we all swim in that is much more powerful, often more powerful than our education, our schooling, and the things that we normally talk about on this show. Stick with us. What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 185 of the Eight Black Hands. Tonight, we are talking about culture and the way that it, it, it impacts our young people and our old people. <laughs> it impacts all of us. And it's actually more relevant oftentimes than the things that we talk about uh, on this show, because we talk so much about schools and schooling and education and the process of education and all of that, which is monumentally important to us as four brothers who have been involved in uh in every aspect of engaging communities around education but it's not the most powerful draw ever fellas good evening welcome to the show i know we all arrived tonight from different social locations different health locations different stuff going on in our families pandemic politics in the world uh and just life in general adulting uh getting us whoo you know, like the dog then caught the car when it comes to all those things that chase us in our work life. So why don't we just realistically not check in like we're all just full of energy and happy, like, you know, whatever night and just be real for three minutes each and uh, say, what are you saying? When, when we're happy, we're not being real. Well, you bro, listen, listen, listen. Yes. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> And other times it's a performative happiness because uh, we're acting as if things ain't going on in our life and our family and the world and politics and whatever and getting to us. So normally what I would ask us to do is each take a minute to start the show off just to check in with us and our family who are watching, friends and family who are watching. In your opening, just uh, of how you're doing, can you also say something that you have learned this week, either from your studying, your reading or just living? So uh, let's start with you, Sharif, since you wanted to jump in there and be happy, because I have a sense it's going to go downhill from there. So, <laughs> so why don't we start with you, Cool Breeze? Listen, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's always just a whole lot going on. I mean, it's both good, bad, you know, sad, gleeful. You know, it's, it's the works. It's the uh, dichotomy of, of mankind and the, the complexities of life. Um, but... I would say I, I was really jazzed. Uh, got to hang out with uh, some brothers in in Memphis, uh, black educators um, who are doing the work. Who are trying to change policy on one end with the Tennessee Educators of Color Alliance uh, under Dr. Diaries George's leadership and his team, and on the other side, uh, uh, Dr. Washington, Paul Washington uh, from Man Up, uh, both in, in Memphis, who are, you know, recruiting black men, to, you know, and he's also uh, a charter leader, you know, got to see Roblin um, at uh, Freedom Prep, dope charter leader. And of course, Mama Sarah, who sends her love. And, you know, it's always just a great to see, uh, great to see her. 
And then the Phillies are back in the World Series finally. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, on the entertainment side, that, that's kind of dope too. Not important know, at all. Know, I don't know. The entertainment, <laughs> you know. I don't know nothing about Greg, that. Greg, you all right over there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. Yeah. And and I just want to say to you good people of Philadelphia, y'all gonna have to get a mascot that doesn't look psychotic and scares you know, children. Our mascots are our, our mascots are the best. We got we got the orange joint, we got the green yeah, joint, we got the What's blue his joint. His name is Killer or Sketchy or something like that. What's his name? Whatever his name is. <laughs> Definitely is sketchy. Anyways, good to see you, brother. Uh glad for you to uh to start us off. With that, because I think that's a good report, Justin, you do so many travels where you meet with people who are actually doing on the ground work that I'm sure it keeps you happy. Keeps yeah. you, I mean, that's, you know, that's, in the works. In mind fine, inspires, yeah. excites you. You know what I mean? Excellent, yeah, brother. 100%. Appreciate you. Charles Cole, Dr. Cole, what is up, brother? Uh, what's going on, man? Uh, let's see. I mean, it's just been busy, man. I think uh, getting, you know, uh, getting ducks in order and had a lot of travel. Got a a few a few more travel spots but then i'm done for a minute man and just stepping away from a bunch of stuff so um i'm trying to think what has uh somebody got uh feedback i'm trying to think what has um i learned you know we just started this new book in a book club i've read it before but reading it older is really dope is um pimp by iceberg slim i think you know it can be a tough read but i also think that there's just a lot of raw honesty in there and, and just with other things that i've read I mean, it has a lot of interesting just critiques on society and, and how, how things end up the way that they are. And I think with us having this conversation about culture tonight, I think it's actually kind of relevant. So um, it, it, it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Appreciate you, brother. Glad to see that you got the, uh, well, <laughs> every time I talk about your lights in the background, I use the wrong uh, brother. So I'm not going to say it. He shall, who shall not be named. So tonight I'm just going to say <laughs> You got the BBD set, <laughs> you know, in the background. Yeah, I just uh, like light, and you know, see, ooh, you know oh, knocked him oh, off. Oh, look at this! He didn't got fancy. Oh, he doing no, not cameras. at all. You just, oh. you just knocked it off. Oh, I don't know what happened. To, trying to show us up. Oh, okay, yeah, not at all. That that Watch was not intentional at all, and I'm I'm concerned. So continue. <laughs> <laughs> Watch what happens next week when I get my eight cameras on. Uh, Rottweiler. Well, uh, you know, first of all, what, never mind. I'm not even going to ask about the name. Rottweiler. What is up with you, brother? Your three minutes of fame right now. I don't, I don't, I don't need three minutes. I, I'm, I don't need three minutes at all. Um, so first and foremost, man, shout out to y'all for, for making it on this Sunday, man. It's always good to to come and kick it with y'all. Um, secondly, man, I, I, the 25th anniversary for TNTP uh, was this week, so I got to go down to Atlanta and kick it with my cohort member from Pahara, uh, Tequila Brownie, uh, CEO of TNTP. So that was real dope. It was live um, seeing her organization and seeing how that organization has grown under her leadership. Um, yeah, so so I'm, I'm I'm in a good space, man. Just you know, good headspace. Just come here tonight to try not to get canceled, and yeah, that's why. Oh I'm Lord, have mercy. With the canceling, nobody cancels. We are uncancelable. No, nah, that's uh, not true. Folks. People cancel. That's, not, that's not true at all. People get canceled, and when you and when you see that when you say the J word, it, it is even somebody help me out. In yeah. Marvel, I think it's in Marvel. Which one is a superhero where if you shoot something at him, it it gives him more energy? Like it, he takes in the energy. Black Panther, and, his suit absorbs the energy. Black Panther, though, it might be whatever. Better be that type of person who can take the incoming missiles and and convert the power back. Hey, 
Charles, you about energy converters. That's the name of your organization, energy Absolutely. converters. Sure right? is. And so I've been homeless before, energy. and I ain't never going back to the shelter. So continue. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. Well, listen, tonight, uh, I want to talk about this thing around culture because I feel like just I'm you know, moment of honesty for our audience and for everybody else. Uh, I think a lot of education discussion is boring. Um, but it's not necessarily to me. I'm passionate about it. So it's not as boring to me that it is to the world. But uh, as we are talking every week, the whole world is going on with different stories that I find become like cultural juggernauts. Like they just like, you know, important things, important moments uh, where the, the public has something where they're they're focusing on it all at the same time. And they got different think pieces going or they got different you know, whatever happening in the world. And it just tells me the power of culture. Superintendent years ago said to me, and, and this is going to ring true for a lot of folks. You've heard this. It's a cliche by now that culture eats, uh, eats something for breakfast. What is it? Uh, culture eats something for breakfast. She's trying to talk about school culture. She wasn't talking about the culture in general. She yeah, eats their talking, plans. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, um, or strategy or something like that. So if you have a bad culture in your school, you have a bad school, for instance, right? Like I think is what she was getting to. But tonight I thought we would talk about some cultural things because we are black people. We are black men. And there are black men in the culture that are being discussed as if they are like third party human beings. Like, they, you know, and this is a black male show. I, I like to remember, uh, remind people of the fact that we are for black males. And this is a black male show. Uh, uh, it's a the black man, you know, so, sexist, uh, well, you know, I, I am, I am, mm -hmm. I am hella sexist. Uh, Cause this is a black male show and there aren't many of them. Let's just be real about it. And in education, education is not a black male dominated enterprise. So here we are and it's special, but let's talk tonight first about Kanye versus everybody. Kanye versus everybody. And this is the setup for Kanye West has made news recently for comments and actions that have angered many of his core uh, fans, read the blacks, uh, and has endeared him to uh, a new set of friends, uh, read uh, white conservatives. Uh, he has prompted, uh, his actions have prompted a lawsuit from George Floyd's family uh, for, you know, his boosting of Candace Owens' documentary about Floyd where uh, uh, you know, uh, Kanye says, you know, Floyd didn't die because the neck, the knee on the neck wasn't even on his neck like that. It was he died because he was, uh, you know, he had drug drugs in his system or whatnot. That 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 angered some folks that angered some people on one side. Uh, he's been accused of anti-Semitism because he said he's going to go DEFCON 3. Now, I just would like to point out when people say DEFCON 3, it's because they actually don't know whether the one or the five is the highest. So they just put it in the middle. So he would have said DEFCON one or five if he would have known what the scale was. But anyways, he said he was going to go DEFCON three on the Jews. Wow. Just anti-Semitic as hell. So here's the question to open up for fellas as we uh, are consumers of stories like this. Uh, um, what is Kanye's contribution to the culture doing for black people right now? And what specifically uh, should we think, because this is always my question about everything we talk about, black youth uh, who are looking up and watching this theater, what do you think is the lesson that they should learn as they're watching how politics work, how, how their heroes work and all of that? Now I see smiles on y'all faces. That's fear. That's a smile of fear. Look at that. Look at y'all. Not at all. Like y'all, like I don't want. To hey, Charles. I mean, these two are like huge fans. I'm very curious. Charles, like, Charles, Charles, Charles eats this for fans. breakfast. Me, nah. <laughs> who are big nah, fans I mean, of Kanye and now to see like what's going on. So yeah. 
I think it is important to, to establish some things. Who who in this group is our, is a Kanye West fan musically and maybe on a fashion level? I know I wear 350s. I know I wear the slides. Uh, I want out anybody else. I think that that stuff is important because I think there are di there's different there are different. Well, wait, you asked the question. Yeah, let, let that let that uh, go. Who's who's oh, no, fans I mean, I, of I just want to say why I was asking it. But go ahead. Who 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 here are fans first? Now he. I was about to say, don't front, boy. So, right. so, but this is why I'm asking. This is why I'm asking yeah. because there's a lot of opinions that tend to come from people that never, that don't really consume that music and don't really consume those clothes. Here's the thing. I'm gonna just be very frank. I think there's a lot of things due to saying that's bugged out and I don't agree with. And, and you know what I'm saying? And I also think that I don't need to pile on with the rest of the world on, on like where this cat is because I, I know that we've talked about on this show, uh, caring about mental health, people's mental health. Uh, especially when somebody's obviously going through something, I think that, um, and it's like, yo, like these are inconvenient things and inconvenient times. I think that he needs some people around him that actually cares about him. And I think that usually when people step up and say something to him, he probably gets rid of them. I think that he's going through some stuff. I've said this to you, Chris, like, listen, man, I, this is how I feel about Kanye, bro. You can't whine and complain and say, I don't want my children raised by this white woman when you fiend and you went after that white woman, bro. Like that's, that is what you have chosen. But at the same time, I do think that he has been a huge value add uh, with young black people. I mean, when you talk about the type of music that was happening and that was popping and then he came and like he made it OK for cats, the black boys in the school that was wearing polos. He made it OK to not want to sell dope. He was one of the first people that was talking about, yo, uh, we, we killing each other, man. We got to talk about this. And not that he was one of the first people talking about it, but he was the first one of the first people talking about it with that level of commercial success. Right. Like you had Will Smith before that, but Will Smith wasn't popping in the way that Kanye West is popping musically. So I this think that it's not. First off, don't ever say that again. <laughs> secondly, uh, <laughs> secondly, you know what I'm saying? I think I think I think that homie's really going through something. I think that homie's in a wild place. I think homie is a megalomaniac at multiple times. And I think me as a black person who has really got value from his music, that really has gotten value from him and those messages at times. And as somebody who has never looked to Kanye West for my political beliefs or my beliefs on different cultures and people like that, like, let's just stop right there. And let me just say, if you are ever at any point in your life looking towards Kanye West for your political beliefs, that say more about you than it do about him. So, I mean, I just think that, like, when I talk about, like, multiple things can be true at once. I think homie's saying a lot of stuff that's wrong. I think he says some things in there that were actually noteworthy, but he done muddied that water so much that people couldn't even get to that part. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I think that, um, but at the same time, the world don't need my help in piling on homie right now. You know what I mean? So that's my point. Yeah. Um, Good Yeezys. <laughs> Stocking so, Yeezys. So so there's a so so there's a couple there's a couple different ways to to kind of to to, to kind of go at this, right? And so similar to Charles, like you know, I, I understand that homie needs help, right? And so, you know, I pray for him in terms of him getting that that help that he needs. I think that he's been through some pivotal moments in his life recently that put him at a disposition, you know, when you lose your wife in, in, a, in, a, in a public kind of manner and then you see her like dating like nationally or whatever that can mess you up. You lose your mom, you know, all, all those types of things and whatnot. Right. And then, you know, you have your kids that are looking at this and I'm pretty sure that, you know, that that's influencing them and that's influencing their interactions with him as well. 
So I, I, I don't know what he's going through on, on a personal tip, but I, I, I understand that, you know, he, he may be going through a lot and I get it. Right. And so there's that Kanye, there's that Kanye, there's the musician Kanye who is a genius. Right. And so like, when I think about the things that he's created, right? Like even during his downtime, right? When I felt like it's downtime, I thought 808 and Heartbeats was his, was a down album, but it was actually like brilliant, right? And so when folks are like, oh, I don't see this genius that y'all talking about, right? It's mm -hmm. different elements, it's different elements and different components to a person, right? So like there could be genius and a value add to, to the things that he's doing. Meanwhile, you know, you can also, you know, put put the light on the things that he's not doing correctly. Like I feel like some of the stuff that he said in, in his interviews on Drink Champs and uh his interview with uh with Tucker, like he's off the wall in terms of like some of the things that he's saying or whatever, right? Like I don't think anything about George Floyd should come out of anybody's mouth at this point, unless you're talking about, you know, police brutality or you know, thing, things of that nature or whatnot, right? You're not gonna talk about somebody dying with over fentanyl overdose or whatever. Like that's some bullshit, right? So like that's another component of Kanye. Then the last component of Kanye, which is like my most favorite part of what Kanye is doing, is um, is, is 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 what he's doing in the fashion industry. Yo, Kanye Kanye is killing it, right? Regardless of whatever folks are saying, right? People can be like, "Oh, you know, he said something offensive to the Jays, and so you know, we're not, we're not gonna buy his stuff and whatnot." People are still gonna buy his shit. Like I, I I've been looking at the last four drops post him saying ain't, that. Ain't nothing came down in price yet. Hey, I've been waiting nothing, for nothing came down in price. Also, uh, ain't nothing that's not sold out. Like I'm telling you, like it's still, you know, matter of fact, what this does is, and I, and I was talking to some other folks about it, right? Balenciaga dropping him. That only, that, that only makes Balenciaga, uh, yay pieces like Bitcoin, right? Because it's, it's, it's difficult. It's going to be difficult to get. And so, and, and the price is going to increase. So, I, I don't know, man. We, we can go a lot of different angles in this show. <laughs> I mean, so, it, you know, you got two old heads on the show here. And this is what I, in prep yeah, for this, this I is what like I was thinking. I ain't like nothing in the young boys here today so far. I ain't like none of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Get and off this my is wall. what I was thinking as I was prepping for this today is this really is a, a, a age divide in some ways in that. Uh, when I think back about the one thing, Sharif, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but the thing that I think we have in common is that we grew up in a time of black consciousness and black consciousness around uh, like consumerism. Yeah, well, you know, just I'm going to say consumerism and capitalism, like your dollar counts where you spend it and how you spend it. And, you know, before us, there were people <laughs> that said, why would you spend your, your money in a place that you where you can't work or whatever? Right. So people would withhold their dollars in all kinds of ways or whatnot. And at some point we got into gross, vulgar capitalism, like in some ways where anything just could be anything. And the only kind of score to keep is how many dollars somebody gets, which is a pose. It's like the opposite of like. With my 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 father didn't teach me that right. Like my, I grew up in a time where black folks were very serious about black power and where they put their money, and they were very suspicious of corporations and companies, and they were definitely suspicious of the mouthpieces of those those companies and corporations because boycott was the number one way in which we made a lot of things happen. Right. Mm -hmm. So so you had like you know Eddie Kendrick and and uh, Sidney Poitier and uh, Rita Franklin and you can keep going down the list. You had a whole era of, of black musicians and others or whatnot who would withhold their talent and would withhold their their presence at things because their people were being you know, targeted in some way, shape or form or whatever. Um, and that's an old, I think that's outdated 
as a model now. I mean, at some point it really did become about, I got to get yours. You got to get, you know, I got to get mine. You got to get yours. Uh, it's not all for one, blah, blah, blah. Dollars is all mm-hmm. that matters. Like that's the whole. So, so you, you know, you have a situation like this, you can have old people who might look at this differently than young people look at this. That's just like kind of my take on it. I don't care how much money he makes. I don't see him as a genius. I don't care how many shoes he sells or whether the next week's drop is going to be great or whatever, whatnot. I think you could sell, you know, shit on the shingle to anybody, anywhere, anytime. Like, like, like capitalism isn't the marker of like whether or not somebody is worthy or whatnot. There's a lot of, I mean, like Jeff Bezos did something amazing with the $300,000 that his parents gave him. Doesn't mean that he's not like, it doesn't make him a hero, right? Uh, doesn't make Bill Gates a hero. Doesn't make Steve Jobs a hero. Doesn't make now. I'm gonna say I think some of these folks that are coming out of my mouth right now literally are geniuses, right? Like literally are geniuses in ways that you know that that some of this kind of gross capitalism. So I think actually I think people who want to withhold their dollars or their money uh, because you are joining white supremacists and you are joining you are actively discounting black people and black lives. And actively using your platform to say things like, I feel like slavery was a choice. It yeah, was, was a choice. Out. You know, was you, know out. you know, it's like I like I don't mind, you know, if people still want to buy a shit after that, that's cool. And I don't mind if I don't want to give my money to people who are out there giving white people the idea that, you know, this is one of the brave ones. This is one of the brave Negroes. Look, I mean, he's Bro. wearing white lives matter. I mean, Tucker Carlson asked him, why'd you wear a shirt that said White lives matter. And he said, because that's true. Because <laughs> it's true. They do. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. Cool. You sound animated about it. I mean, I, I just feel like, does Pete Davidson's life, you know, life matter? I don't think so. Anyways. Don't do that. Man, bring Rick for this conversation. He's got people, like, bro, you, you don't know <laughs> P. Davidson, don't even, don't even ask Sharif. Just don't even. <laughs> I'll, even I'll just Google it without. I need mean, y'all to Google no. P. Davidson and Charlemagne the God. Just, just. P. Hey, Davidson, a wild boy too. I mean, listen, man. However you feeling, bro. If you want to text me or call me from my wife, from my ex wife's bed, bro. Like, listen, man. Them two cats is cats going back and forth. You, you went into a whole thing about capitalism and peace like that. I didn't. I didn't say nothing about that or whatever, but this the one thing yeah. that old heads like to do, right? Y'all like this to act like right. y'all people weren't bugged out, B. Like y'all act like people from your generation wasn't bugged out too, and that if they had the opportunity to earn money the way that some of these new boys is earning money, that they wouldn't have did it. Like, stop it. Flavor Flav used to wear a big ass clock and smoke crack on TV, bro. I don't want to hear this, man. Like, What's the matter with I the love clock? these cats. He was, he was yeah, letting you know like what time it is, boy. Yes, exactly. I love it. But he was bugged out. He was bugged. <laughs> Out. Yeah. Uh, every group that we grew up loving, nothing ran their life. What are we talking every about? Every now and then. <laughs> Wait, nothing wrong with a little crack. Whoa, <laughs> nothing Whoa. wrong with a little never, crack every now I, and I then. Don't he, act high and mighty. I knew you know. he was on drugs. I never, I never knew he did it on TV though. I don't know about oh, that. that. I, you know, Cole is, is throwing mad shade. I don't know if he did it. I, lo- I love, I love PE. This is what I'm saying. See, this is the thing. Y'all like to have this air of like. Superiority. Listen, bro. Kanye says wait, 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 wait. it's shit. not an air. That's not no, it is an air. It's not superiority, bro. It is an air, bro. No, it is. Air. It is not. It's an air. Listen, here's what I would say about yay. You know, um, first of all, y'all like. First of all, there's always been a, a a group of folks that get idolized, right? Like you know, artists and things like that. You know, um, 
it's more and more fascinating to see when folks are labeled and you know everybody's it's like an education when I first became a principal and I, I met like folks in the CMO and the Ed Reformers, everybody was a rock star, even if they were a bum. I've been seeing some of the people crispy retweet, boy, they definitely bums. I would just Shut be up. like, yo, that's not a rock star. And I hear this generation, it's almost like it's almost like they had the wrong version of Similac or something because they don't understand what actual genius is. Stevie Wonder is a musical genius. He is. If you what say Kanye West is not a musical genius, genius you bugging. Niggas in Paris. Like, what is, ge- what is, uh, where is the genius in that? I, I'm just, I'm just what? trying to understand why folks, wasn't that his song? That, that is his song, bro. Okay. I mean, uh, so, so all of this stuff, I'm just like, wait a minute, where's the genius in that? Somebody just needs to point it, it out to me. genius to you, and I love Stevie no, Wonder. No, 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 period. There's there gotta, be a, there gotta be a common bar in some aspect, bro, because I'm, you I'll ask anybody, you. is Stevie Wonder a genius? I'll tell and you. only an idiot would say no. I'll tell you. you. Can, Bro, he got first, I, I, I his, his first you, four albums are genius. I'm not talking about how many people buy I'm, stuff. Because no, no, you can, I'm not talking about how many people buy, buy it either. Let me finish. You can you can sell grass to sheep. That does not make <laughs> the person selling the grass a genius. Uh, you can smoke you can grass and make albums, and people will tell you a genius. It just, it just means you're a shepherd. So we like Kanye West's first few albums, we sheep. But if somebody loves, and we, and we all love and respect Stevie Wonder, we're not talking about taste. We're talking about the idea of saying someone is genius. Just because you made money on something does it's not, not make. Bro, we're not talking money. about. We're not talking about because he made then, money, then, bro. Okay. Bro, have you, he changed have you, the sound have you, of music? Have you heard like, some of those samples that he's used? Like, exactly, bro. Like, have you seen what he does with music? Yeah, bro. No, you can't he changed the sound. Well, listen, he's creative. Like, okay, no, no, he's, no, listen, he's, listen, 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 he's listen, creative. Because I feel he's sampling. He's sampling better than other. people. He's using other people's stuff better than they use. Come on, bro. Like, is that what I'm hearing? I'm just trying to make sure I'm trying to tell you. Like, listen, Ain't No Waste and Heartbreaks was not one of my favorite songs, albums when it came out, right? But it changed the musical landscape for the for, for the best. Since it came out, bro. Like the reason for the better you know, or for worse. Kid, listen, bro, Kid Cudi, the way that these young people are talking about their feelings and emotions and things like that. Listen, bro, everything was shoot them up, bang, bang, and then he made Jesus walks. What are we talking about, bro? Like you don't have to like it, so and you don't have I, so to I don't like hear it. Shoot him up, bang bang anymore. Like he he helped no, that no, go away. No, no, bro. What he, what <laughs> no, he did bro. was what he did was is he wasn't just some corny rapper that came out that dressed different and that wasn't just talking about not killing people. He made it like, yo, I'm talking about college. I'm talking about these things. I'm talking about working at the Gap and having to steal my clothes because I wanted to be fly here, bro. Like he opened up a lane the same way DMX opened up a lane. The same way DMX opened up. Listen, man. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to take this last thing I'm going to take this last thing I got one other thing. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick. Because your generation need to take some responsibility if that's the case. If your generation taught young black boys how to deal with emotions, how to deal with feelings, how to process certain things or whatever, we wouldn't have had to look at Kanye West or DMX or these people that did something that allowed people, black men in the hood to actually start talking about these things, bro. So when you first people to talk about a, their feelings, like no, you bro, never heard it, black men older than them talk about their feelings. What I'm saying is, bro, is that listen, what you're saying for real? You, you can deflect. 
You can deflect and you can I'm do I'm asking a question. Do. How's a okay. question? Okay, okay. let's pull it in. Let's pull it in. We got a lot of crosstalk. I still got one thing. Hold on. Hold up. Hold on. Lots of crosstalk tonight. So. Uh, go ahead, finish, finish, finish. Yeah, see, I knew. See, this is what culture does to y'all. See, I'm telling y'all, this is more interesting than charter schools. But anyways, go ahead, uh, Shri, finish your point. The charter schools that you retweet. Uh, yeah, you know, Listen, all I, charter schools was just, great back in the day. We wouldn't have achievement gap right now. Nate would be out of hand. Anyways, go ahead, uh, Shri, finish your point. I, I would just say, like, on, on top of that, I do want to double that. Just this idea of mental health and public mental health issues, right? right? Like, so I, I do think it's a it's a very peculiar piece because it's one thing watching somebody on you know on Fifty Second and Market, you know, or downtown tripping. It's something else when they have this megawatt platform, you know, um, and people are like almost you know they're excusing the stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I guarantee you. Whatever the, whatever dropped, I don't know what dropped besides his, you know, IQ level. But the things that dropped that people could buy, I guarantee that Ray was up there buying it, right? And so for me, it's just like, yo, like you name me like that, yeah, Yo, you corny as fuck for that, bro. Yo, bro, like everybody, everybody who listens to us know you wear that ugly stuff. So stop playing. Everybody who knows it. I've I've taken pictures of it and posted it. Incredible, bro. Slides is incredible. Yeah, what? Ever. Hey, Reef, like, Reef, what's that? What's, what's that shoe you wear? That's the most no, comfortable thing I've ever worn in my life. What's that? What's that shoe you wear, Reef? I wear twelve, and don't say hey, don't. I'm about, uh... I'm about to change your life tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, listen. As we close out uh, the Kanye portion. Of Wait. This, so, so, this so, 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 Chris, Chris, the show's gonna go yeah. over, bro. You can't have a culture show. I know. I know. We can come back to Kanye. There. We could come back to Kanye. But we gotta talk about the lawsuit, bro, because the lawsuit is bullshit. Okay, well, well, let's come back to it, right? Okay. Uh, um, but and you, you're saying Maybe. specifically when you say that you're saying yeah. that the family of George Floyd suing Kanye, that lawsuit is is BS. I, I feel like it's. I feel like I feel like the society is too litigious, bro. And and you know, you, you see Alex Jones get sued for what for what he said, right? Which you know he doubled down, tripled down, whatever. I get it, right? So you know, take him for a billion or whatever, right? Yeah. Kanye, yeah. Kanye said one thing. You don't sue Candace Owens, who made a whole documentary about it, but then you sue Kanye, right? It doesn't. It's well, not. It's probably coming. This is what I'll say about the the thing with Kanye. Um, to me, is first of all, I think we, there are a lot of artists that we all like in common that we can say. I mean, you know, if I said is Questlove a genius, I think all of us would probably shake our head and say yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, if I said, if I asked you if Eminem, you said Black Thought was a genius, I would say yeah. Right. Absolutely. And if I said if if Eminem was a lyrical genius, would y'all agree with me? Right. Like we, I absolutely so, would. Yes. So yes. so you know, I mean, and there's lots of argument whether he should be in your top five or not. You know, and I hear people not me, but not. yeah, like, I love lyric, him, yeah. lyrically speaking, I just look at somebody like that and think what you do with words on a pen, and and you know, to the same extent, I feel like y'all saying about Kanye, what he does with a track, what he yeah. does with a arrangement, what he does on both sides of the mic, on the front of the mic and the back of the mic right is that same way that i would point to someone like eminem and others and say maybe offhandedly i would say you know is dr dre a genius you know whatever right so i could live with that part of it but here's the thing i will say as we wrap on on this and move to to killer mike which is <laughs> i i will take my my geniuses without dissing black people as a, as a whole yeah, I, I would love my geniuses not to give white people permission to say he's one of the brave ones and he's standing with candace owens and aren't they the special negroes and yeah. all the rest who are making all the rest of black people who are making valid complaints about our conditions in life 
and our standing, not to have rich black people want to sell us out for white media attention to kind of belittle us and, and downgrade us. I feel like the TMZ clip when he, when, when he got kind of dressed down for what he was saying mm -hmm. was one of the most real things I've seen because he was talking to a not rich black man in, in media who is saying, you as a rich black man who I've looked up to, this is just hurtful. This is just hurtful that you're showing out like this for other people, yeah. right? And I get that sentiment more than anything. I, so, know, you wanna, I, wanna, I know you want to move us on, but I because sometimes people don't be. I'm not going to let anything. you finish it. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, in, in three, I just want to just say Ray nor myself did not say he wasn't bugged out. He wasn't saying crazy stuff. This stuff ain't acceptable. What I was just saying was one. I don't need to pile. I don't need to pile on at this moment because the brother's obviously going through it. And then two. The thing that we didn't mention, and we can this will come up in the killer mic thing as well, might be help, helpful with that. But like well, let's transition. But wait, wait, but but he we, this generation, we they live online. Like you, if you had to go through a mental episode online where every thought, every where there's a camera, there's access to you like that all the time, bro. I think that that actually plays out. Like there's a lot of people. If we got to see Marvin Gaye when he was high on H, bro, I think we'd feel a lot different about him at times as well. So let, let's keep it pushing. I just I just don't think we mentioned that the, the social media everything shared aspect of, of what's happening, bro. That was uh, yo. It was a lot. It was a lot of cats from 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 their time. James Brown. It was a bunch of them, bro. Yo, yo, you had a lot of y'all geniuses that was on that. And they were pro black. That's what's and up. And here every one, one of them is pro black. Show black. Show me. Show me. Show me. They were pro black. Because I know we got to transition. I'll give you one right now. Let's transition. But I will say this. You want to do Michael Jackson? You. I will say this. He was pro black. I love Michael Jackson. Yes, he was. Boy. I love yes, him too. I would say, I would say, show me an anti-black James Brown album, and we'll have a conversation. Show me, go through his entire. Until the young, show me an anti-black Kanye West album. Show me an anti-black Kanye West album. Oh, I just don't remember. Like I, I remember the big payback. We want it. We want no, no. a big payback. I don't I remember. I don't remember. I don't remember slavery was a choice. I remember. No, no, you, said a you said that's album. a song. That's an album. album. Anyways, it's probably in the song somewhere. Look at, oh, these, look, these, look at these dudes trying to get litigious. You said uh -huh. an album. You know, Cole, Cole is going to keep switching. You know what I mean? Yes. Like the joy. Anyway, I am going to go for it. I am going to go Let's talk about our friend of the show, Killer Mike. Forward. Yeah. Uh, Killer Mike, who has been on this show before, is a friend of the show. Killer Mike is an awesome entrepreneur, a Black-focused individual in the South who has had very, uh, uh, I think, broad-minded political beliefs. Yet, at the same time, Recently in Huffington Post, Stephen Crockett wrote a piece that's called uh, The Rapper That Is Worse Than Kanye. Uh, or or you, it's, you think Kanye is bad? Here's the rapper that's worse than him. It's something like that. And you can find it if you go on Huffington Post. Killer Mike found himself getting gathered on Twitter this week. And it was mostly because he's been cozying up to the governor, uh, Brian Kemp, in Georgia, the white conservative who is in an election with Stacey Abrams. It's been kind of interesting because Stacey Abrams is running commercials in Georgia saying, black men, um, I, your voice matters and we want you to there. vote. Blah, blah, blah. She's running like ads directly towards black men because black men uh, are feared to not be showing up uh, for this election in the way that they should be showing up. And some of them are, are, are being feared to maybe uh, be going to vote, vote for the white conservative. Uh, uh, in his defense, uh, Killer Mike said, as a Southern man, I connected pretty much instantly with him. And he's talking about Kemp, 
after meeting with Kemp and taking pictures with Kemp that got him in trouble with the Twitterati. Uh, Politics and policy don't matter to me as much as human decency and principles. And he seemed to be a principled human being when I talked to him. All of this proves that Black people are not a monolith. We are allowed to have differences of opinion. Uh, That said, polling in Georgia shows that uh, Stacey Abrams is not locking up the black male vote like she should. And this is causing concern. So when you have someone like Killer Mike, who's who's influential and has a platform, who was out there killing it for Bernie, feeling the burn in every kind of way, like he has been awfully ambiguous about this sister who, by the way, if Stacey, Stacey Abrams were to win, would be the first black female governor of any state of any time in history. Anyways, the question is, what does all this say to our young people who look up to Killer Mike? He is he is known in the hood. He is known beyond the hood. He is known to have a diverse black and white following. His albums are brilliant. Now, this is somebody. I love me some Southern rappers. I'm not giving, this is somebody I'm not, I'm I would call a miracle genius. genius. Level. No, sir. I'm not putting him on a genius, genius level. Genius, not but yet. Anyways, I, not yet. Uh, Bruh, stop mm, it! Stop, not yet. stop it! You just so, feeling salty because you know, I so, so, so listen, Just stop so, it! Just stop a lot it! Of, a lot of, a lot of, and Charles can attest to this, right? Uh, his hero is, is Ice Cube, right? So, are you saying Ice Cube is a lyrical genius? I yes. think actually, to tell you, I, I feel like Killer Mike has surpassed that. Ice Cube, though. I, and I'm an Ice Cube fan. You said, you said, you said, Killer Mike has. Killer Mike wouldn't say that. Killer Mike wouldn't even say that. Killer Mike wouldn't say that. Killer Chris would say that. Killer Mike wouldn't say that. I don't give a damn. Anyways, uh, Killer Mike versus the Black Monolith. What do y'all say? So here's what I'm going to say, and it's going to be very unpopular for folks that are here and folks that are Mm. in Georgia and folks that are uh, are are Stacey Abrams uh, fans. We already know you are. Go ahead, just say it. She's not running a good campaign, bro. Right. She's just not running a good campaign like the, what, what she's doing is similar to uh, what, what Kathy Hochul is doing in New York. And it makes them susceptible. Like she's running against an incumbent. Right. So it's, 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 it's very hard to unsee the incumbent uh, in a state that's like purple. Right. So it tilted uh, blue for Biden. Right. And for Warnock and, and for, for the, 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 um, the, the other senator. But um, if you look at her campaign and you look at Warnock's campaign, they're doing it totally different. Right. So like Warnock is reaching out to the independents. He's reaching out to the to the soft R's or whatever. Right. And and he's making this 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 uh, this plea like I'm going to be a senator for everybody for the whole state. Right. Whereas in contrast, you have you know Stacey Abrams that's trying to galvanize the base, but she's not looking outside of the base. And so I think that that's where you have the problems uh, with, a, with a Stacey Abrams campaign, because you need for some of those independents to cross over in order for you to win Georgia. So, you know, valiant effort. I love some of the work that she's doing um, outside of uh, running, running her campaign. She has a book. It's called Leave from the Outside. So shout her out for that. But I don't think she can win this uh, this election. You ain't answered nary a thing about what this topic is about. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Like, like if you were black in Georgia, you would say her campaign's not resonating with me. So Killer Mike is within his, I don't know what you call it, because of course he has the right to not have to be for somebody and to use his platform however he sees And he fit. never said he was or was not with her. I just for the right. record. I want to be right. very, yeah. Well, well, I mean, what would be your commentary then on the dragging? Because he took, he oh, has taken tell a Twitter I, I, dragging. I'll tell you what it is. I, and okay. I, it, it started way before Killer Mike. It started, uh, I think it started in the last presidential election when Ice Cube, um, first off, we talked about it on this show. And Chris, you tweeted about it. Uh, I think that there are a sect of black men that have, that feel like they are, they are being talked at and not talked to. 
And then when Ice Cube tried to talk to the Democrats about his plan and then he got drugged for talking to the Republicans that spoke to him, I think that there was a lot of people that was like, all right, we're going to see how this go. But at this next point, you're going to have to talk to us. The reason that if you go to Stacey Abrams um, website and there's a section for black men now is because people like Killer Mike and Ice Cube and other folks have been pushing and saying, hey, you have to talk to us. And you why are we always the why are we being blamed for something that has happened? And Chris, like I said, you've talked about this on this show where it's like one group of black folks was 98 percent and the black men was 94 percent. But it, it looked like. We just like the race let down, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let let the like woman down the next day. So, yeah. so, so, so I think that it started before that. And here's the thing that I'll say about Killer Mike, right? Who is a friend of the show. Somebody said that, um, and I love, I love our guests, but they, they said that it reminds her of the two black women about the orange dude. No, stop that. This is this this is a very thoughtful guy. <laughs> this, this is a very thoughtful, very thoughtful guy. This is a guy who loves his town. This is a guy who grew up the way he used to that he grew up. This is a guy who started a black owned bank. This is somebody who started a barbershop. Like this is somebody that cares about his community and is saying, "We are in the South. I'm also a guns rights person, or whatever the case is. You need to talk to these people." And the reason he's getting dragged is because he, he was on Charlemagne's show and they asked him for advice around what she should do. And he said she should go to the places that this guy is going. You know where he went? Another person we was trying to get on the show, the young brother, uh, King Randall, that started the school. He invited everybody. But Kemp went and talked to that person and engaged with that person. So what, what Killer Mike has said is you don't know who I'm voting for in this joint, but you should be campaigning to everybody and you should be going to those places. But again, I think people were ready to drag him. And that picture that came up was from multiple years ago. But on Twitter, people take the truth and they run with it. So uh, but I'll just say the last thing I'll say, man. I'm not going to excoriate somebody that used to sell dope that came up the way they came up, turned their life around and is actually helping other black people, men and women in their town to kind of be better. We go at these people, sometimes the best of us, but it's, it's cast that's rapping about fentanyl right now. It's cast that's yes, rapping sir. about people yes, right sir. now in Chicago. You know what I'm dealing with? Do y'all know what a switch is? I had to have a whole conversation with y'all about a switch. Y'all know what a switch is? A switch is something that's sold on the streets that can turn an, a, a a handgun into a into a sim, into an automatic weapon. You yep. know, they, these are the issues, and you got cats like that that's stepping out in Atlanta where this is happening in Chicago. And oh, he's that's Kanye's fault. Get it? He's getting that these, has nothing to do with Kanye. Kanye, I ain't never heard Kanye say no shit about a switch. You, you said he influenced all these guys, so this Listen, is you he, know. he he influenced them to put guns down. But he is the person that's helping get these rappers, these trap rappers, and these people in the street together to make sure that, that stuff is stopping. So again, right? Like sometimes again, you we know, kind of burn our own people, bro. That's, I will say I will say this much: like I'm with you, Charles. Like I think like people who come up from some place and and. Like, first of all, it takes a lot to build a platform to where millions of people are listening to you. So let's let's say this about Killer Mike, yes. right? Yeah. Like, like there's something going right in your life if you're doing uh, things that many other people around you are doing and, uh, uh, that are negative and not leading anywhere and productive. And suddenly you end up with millions of people listening to what you have to say. There's something something different about you, right? You don't moved differently, and to keep it going, like Killer Mike doesn't have a bad album. Now, this is like something we can argue, like like with some of the previous individuals. But I'm just gonna say, like, uh, I love Southern hip hop because I think it's more kind of relatable and straight 
straightforward in a way that to me is hilarious. Oftentimes it's got more of a sense of humor uh, and it feels more dirty and real. It feels just more like it feels less corporate. So anyways, I will say that much uh, about the brother. However, at the same time, here's my political reality. There is nothing that is going to happen good for any black young man in Atlanta if Kemp is elected governor over Stacey Abrams. In terms of prison sentences, in terms of how police act and move, in terms of how people are treated and processed through multiple systems of government, there is nothing that is going to come for any of the people where Outcast lived and where Migos lived and where Killer Mike lived and whatnot. And all of these individuals have done amazing things to come out of these neighborhoods that they came from and yeah. all their kids go to private school. Killer Mike's doesn't. No, He's no, got it. Killer Mike's doesn't. Right? Yeah. I, I know what I'm talking about, bro. Killer Mike's killer. You know, I don't need to, you know, I don't need to I'm old, but I don't need assistance. Uh, you know, like, 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 like it ain't Geritol time yet, Negro. Just back up a little bit, young youngster. You know, you're gonna get there too. Don't act like you're not gonna like start, you know, missing some. Missing I'm gonna call it steps, I'm gonna right? call it a blessing when I get Listen, there. And you know what? And yoga ain't gonna save your ass either. You know, you must you will be forgetting your yoga poses. Oh, is this downward dog or upward horse? You know, anyways, uh uh ready to uh, go for two hours tonight. I'm so yeah. ready. Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Anyways, that, that, that's all I'm going to say about this. I'm going to say Killer Mike is is amazing in so many ways because he has a platform that he is using for, first of all, he doesn't, like you usually have to choose. Either you're a corny rapper who's trying to do political things or you're a political rapper who's like got, you know, like corny stuff in the rest of your life. He's got neither of those. His albums are great. His music is amazing. His, his voice is amazing. So, Has so. he told anybody to, to vote for the white boy? Has he told anybody to vote for white dudes? I think the criticism of him is that he's ambiguous about the white boy and he is actually, he he's playing, he's not actually, he's not as decisive. Let's just put it this way. He sounds neutral. He was, when he's, no that's right. He was decisive he about Bernie neutral. Sanders. Mm -hmm. He was 100% be decisive Wait a second. About Wait, hold on. See, this is what we do, right? We talk about get out Don't the vote. Don't say we. We won't just say the they. Vote. I mean, you hey, know? this is say they. You want, to, you want to talk culture, we gonna do it, right. B. Okay, like, let's you, do it. You want people to go vote, right? Oh, no, no. You don't want people to go vote. You want people to go vote who you want them to go vote for. All yeah. the brother said was, talk to me nice, bro. Like, all he said was, engage me. And they, uh, no, he's not going to be as gung-ho as he is on Bernie Sanders. He was a surrogate for Bernie. He talked to Bernie. He helped build parts of that platform. It's different. And what it, and, and listen, man, when a brother said, I I am not taking a picture, that's, that picture's two years old or whatever. Listen, we, you talked about this, Chris. You talked about black men cannot continue to be the scapegoat of this thing. And somebody just put, well, it's because it's a black woman. Well, damn. So now, now he got to hate black women because he's saying, engage me and run your campaign. That's he's all saying he's more saying. Than, he said, no, he's saying more than that. When you, when, you, when you are saying, like, oh, I don't care about policy and politics. I just care if it's a nice person. That to that's me is not what he said. You, what did he say? What did what he, he say? Let's go, let's go to the exact. He said that I am in the South and you know that in the South values matter. Listen, no, bro. No, no. Go to the quote, the quote about policy and tell yes. me what the, exactly does he say? He is touch. I think that he is actually touching on what a lot of voters in the place that he is from. How yeah, they you still have an answer to you still you still spinning. Let me find the exact. Well, okay, quote. wait, let wait, wait. Let me let, quote, let me just say this because maybe this answer is a part of it. So this is the quote that I said from him. I am a Southern man. I connected. I connected pretty much instantly with him. He's talking about Kemp. Politics and policy don't matter to me as much as human decency and principles. And he seemed to be a principled human being when you talked to right, him. Now, and, and now let me stay right there and say he's talking about 
a man who wants to make uh, the, the blackest parts of Georgia have fewer voting places, wants to make it illegal for them to be able to give water to black people in man. the lines, right? Like there's nothing principled about Brian Kemp's policy exactly. for black Georgians. No, I don't nothing. know why people are confused and about what, nothing. no, 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 we gotta stop this, right? Like, cause sometimes we, what, what we're, we have we're to like, stop? let what? me finish, let me finish. You, you had two rounds, let me finish. There's too often when we have people who are, because they're entertainers, People will excuse all the stuff that they say. Like, no, it is not okay. And I like Killer Mike. It is not okay to put Kemp and principal in the same sentence. Because what it sounds like is you're saying the opposite. If you follow that train of thought and you're saying he's principal, then what are you saying about, about uh, Abrams? It implies something. It implies something very dangerous to the black people in there who don't have the wealth, access, influence that you have. Majority of folks do not have that. So when you say things and you make it seem like it is neutral, it is not neutral. One is absolutely more dangerous to black people than the other. But when you position it and you posit it and you kind of like, oh no, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm gonna vote for whoever and my vote is gonna be private, but let me just say, hey, that person's pretty principled. Come on, nah, like that's, that's, that's inexcusable for someone of this leadership, of this intelligence, of this brilliance, they know exact, he knows exactly what he's doing and it is not okay. One is more dangerous than the other. One is far less principled than the other. And one is trying to make sure that he's marginalizing black people. He did all and that. there's no question about that. Kemp is on record about how he feels about black people. Don't tell me he's principled at the same time. I mean, Kemp is like literally trying to make it so that black people. This is can't absolutely vote. insane. Yeah, this like is to, not a debate. Like to suppress the, not, suppress but again, the vote. Y'all, but nobody here is arguing for Kemp. Nobody <laughs> here is arguing for this dude. If not you're neutral, if you're no, neutral in the times of oppression, oh, you chose it, the like, side of the oppressor. If you are neutral, if you are neutral in the sign of oppression, you are choosing the side of the oppressor. If you yeah, you're not about the brown beat me to, if you are to vote for no bad cancer. No, wait a okay second. Wait a second. <laughs> I don't want to hear what Rock, wait. Let's hear what Rottweiler nah. just said. Now, wait a second. Now, because I agree nah. with I, I agree with Yo, on listen, this point. So, but I, Rottweiler just said, "You say? are not going to browbeat me into voting for a bad candidate." Oh, right. Nobody's trying to browbeat you. I just well, wait saying, a second. Don't, wait don't a second. I'm interested in this. What makes the only black person in this race? Here we go. What makes the only black person in this race? And the only person in this race who wants all black Georgians to be able to vote and be enfranchised and not have long prison you, you sentences. You notice he ain't got protect black women on his join today. Today he got Rottweiler. So, you know, that's saying something. I, I'm not getting that messy. Hey, I'm not getting I, that hey, messy. I will go into the origins of why I put Rottweiler on here if some of us don't be quiet. Okay, anyway. <laughs> ahead, so so what, 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 what I'll say is this, right? I, I, so when I so I if someone is in Georgia right and they are a one issue uh, a one issue voter right if I was in Georgia and I'm a one issue voter and my one issue is school choice charter schools then I will say that based off of what I've seen what I've read and how I see uh candidate abrams uh uh cowtell into mm -hmm. uh the teachers mm -hmm. union mm -hmm. she wouldn't be my candidate if i was interesting if I, if interesting so so and this is interesting because so like kemp would be 
Well, Kemp is pro charter. He's pro choice. He's pro choice. No, I'm just saying, but no, no, he's not pro choice. And he's I'm putting in the quote that, that homie had. Oh, yeah, from, uh, sorry, pro, pro school choice. Yeah, pro yeah. school choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only the few so. privileged that can be one uh, one issue voters. I mean, I'm gonna say that. Is it? Right. Is that, I, I mean, feel like y'all are wandering into violence, but this is good. This is good. Reef, see, this is. Reef, Reef, I'm not about to take these attacks from you and your Lower Marion uh, residents. I don't live in Lower Marion. <laughs> and stop shouting Lower Marion out. Like that's not. Yeah, you know I mean, like. Yeah, I got since, since we're gonna talk about quotes, I'll bring up another quote. I put it in the uh, thing, but I'll, I'll pull it up on the uh, and I'll share it on the screen or whatever, right? But like, mm. just y'all keep going while I while I find it and pull it up. Uh, well, it's time to transition, but I will. Uh, not, but, well, we gotta. But, I want to be fair because okay, you know be what I'm fair. saying. Like, uh, so um, he, he. I mean, I can just read the quote. I, I put it in here, right? It said, uh, "This is in GQ," and this is what he said a year ago or two, 2020 or whatever, right? I don't give a shit if Joe Biden, the person, has moved to the left. I don't give a shit about liking you or you liking me. What I give a shit about is if your policies are going to benefit me and my community in a way that will help us get a leg up in America. Now he cares about That's policies it. in 2020. Second, Wait a this That's year, it. he doesn't care about policies. I'm, can I finish the quote? Because, again, there, there's a difference between a quote of somebody sitting down with GQ where they're thinking and they're talking versus everybody coming at you at the same time and you just, like, having to defend yourself. Well, finish nah, the quote. Nah, nah, so that's, that's it. Because we deserve a leg up, and I'm not ashamed to say it. We fucking deserve it. My great-grandmother, who taught me how to sew a button, who taught us how to sew a button, uh, became her uh, because her grandmother was enslaved. Oh, it cut it, it cut it off. I wanted to bring up the full thing, but the point that I'm making is, is again, we talked about this a few episodes ago. Like, just because of who somebody is, whatever the case is, like, yo, I'm asking for this. I need you to talk and engage with me. And nobody account, nobody accounted for the thing. What? The comment. Uh, go ahead. Go finish. Oh, I didn't even see it. I'm just saying, man. Like, don't fuck, get Cole caught up my, in the comments. Thing, Cole, finish your statement. My thing is this, bro. I'm. I don't. I don't know who bro voting for, and I don't know what's going on in that area. But maybe we can be some some deeper thinkers here. Maybe we can critically think. And if there's an issue where black men, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, are just not here to support this person after they yeah. got so close to winning last time, yeah. maybe there are some questions we should be asking because we don't live in Atlanta. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And I like Stacey Abrams and I hope Stacey Abrams will be super successful. But I'm just saying, we we are better thinkers than that. We are more critical thinkers yeah, than that. No, so, I, I was, I, yeah. so Killer Mike is the reason that, that black men ain't showing up for her? Nobody's saying that, but what I what I am going to say is... No, people are saying critique, that. Though, critique, so, so. Well, I'm saying, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, that. Critiquing, yeah. critiquing uh, Killer Mike for being neutral in this space does not mean that we're that it's not worthy of having a conversation about how black men are engaged. Those are two different things. And we should not put them together and saying, oh, if you critique Killer Mike, that means you're saying you don't want to push and challenge the Democratic Party in, in, in at large he to engage black people and black men in, in, in a different way. I'm those are two different things for me. Right. Saying, he wait, let me finish. Saying that, and it's interesting, 2020. He said policy is important. Now, as he's, uh, you know, in this neutral zone, the neutral zone, infraction zone, he's like, oh, policy doesn't matter, just his character. His character is exactly what we are judging and what he did in policy. You can actually look at somebody's, you can actually see somebody's character through the policies that they push. This makes no sense. It's nonsensical to have these type of arguments like, oh, this is a, uh, he, he doesn't care about policy. He only cares about the person. It's the person and their character that determines. Reread re, what's the purpose of education that Dr. Martin Luther King wrote when he was 17. 
And what did he talk about? He talked about people who were genius, but they looked at black people as inferior beings. That could be talked about as Kemp. So for them to just show up and say, he's a good person. Well, this is- He, like, he likes the same type of Mike, uh, Mike, pineapple Mike upside down cake come, that, I did, that I like. So we're the same. Well, if Mike, you are you neutral, when others are oppressed, you're guilty of oppressing yourself. Period. Mike, you have an open invitation. You are you are welcome to come and have this conversation. Uh, it, it is open to you, uh, whether we agree or disagree. But the, to, for the context of this conversation, the reason he was getting dragged, the reason that there was an issue is that he was asked very specifically, what should Stacey Abrams do to conjure black male votes? And what he said, it, that was the thing that people didn't like. They did not like that answer. He didn't just come out unprompted and say this thing about such and such. They said she was struggling in the polls and they asked him who's in them streets. So, I mean, he didn't say, go vote for this cat, go do this. That's the, I just, I just think that context is really important. It was more, yeah. it was more than that. And it's I would have loved, okay. I would have loved okay. to hear I'm him say, just go where, where she transition. should go. Instead what? of saying, go where, go where the KKK went. That's what Listen. you should do. Abrams, so, go where the KKK went. Chris, before you transition us. Okay. Right? Yes, sir. We yes, sir. have to spend some time unpacking this comment right here, bro. Which comment? Because this right here. Don't like this plate. A lot of my sisters don't what does like that mean? us plate getting women. Like folks who so, get plates for their husbands or something? Yes, What's that mean? Yes. Is that what yes. That mean? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Plate getting. Oh, I never heard so, that before. That term right there. Oh, plate getting. I've heard about the argument. I you know I heard like, the argument. That's yeah, what yeah, I was like. Argument. I've yeah. kind of put together, so, but I, maybe we don't touch that down. But that could be a whole ass show. <laughs> I don't know if that's a whole. Okay, show. Okay, this is but. this is what I'm. This is and I I I do want to transition us and we can spend we can come back to this as much as I agree with Charles in that uh, there is an open invitation to Killer Mike coming on this show and talking about anything anytime. Uh, I I happen to disagree with the way that he is using his public pro, uh, 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 platform right now in a way that is different than he used the same platform for Bernie. Um, uh, policy does matter. Politics matters. The policies that a candidate will is most likely to put in place or support actually is the only thing that matters. We can get lost in all the celebrity. We could get lost in all the celebrity argumentation about like so many different things, right? Like, you know, this one got dragged by that one and you got to understand. No, I don't have to understand all the different things. I have to understand how smart is America? Do they know when you vote for governor, you're voting for a set of things that can affect your life within the next weeks after that person gets elected again. And it's, it's material things like cash bail or will you make bond? Or will you just sit in jail for three or four years because you can't make bond and you're poor and that's the only reason you're sitting in there? It's not because you you actually have a good case against you, right? These are material things. Whether whether you're going to have a one year limit on your food stamps or a lifetime limit as for as long as you're poor, these are things that so so to act like these are are celebrity games. These are games about celebrities and and dramas and social dramas and things about feminists, black feminists and black masculinists on Twitter going at it or whatnot. It's not about any of that. Wake up, stupid. It's about the fact that one of these people is going to be governor and they are bringing with them a suite of policies. And you have to ask yourself, if you are not a millionaire Negro who is brilliant on wax uh, and brilliant on record, which one of your lives is going to uh, be better from, uh, from which candidate? Like, which one? I don't care whether Stacey Abrams doesn't speak my language or not. I want to know what, what her policies are. I, don't, I may not like her, 
I may dislike her. I may dislike the way she talks or talks to people or whatever. I'm not stupid. She represents a set of policies. Kemp uh, represents a set of policies. His set of policies are bad for black old people, for black young men, for black people who might be in touch with the criminal justice system and people who have to deal with many of the different government systems. He is bad for all of them. He's bad for the future of black power in Georgia. And that that's not, that's empirically true. That's not like up for debate. Look at his suite of policies. Look at her suite of policies. I don't have to like her. I don't have to like Killer Mike. I don't have to like Ludacris. I don't have to like Kanye. I don't have to like any of these people. Nobody argues like that is, though, bro. Nobody argues that. This Nobody is what I'm arguing. This is what I'm arguing. But the way you're saying that making this, it seem like you're it. like, oh, go no, no, for no, no. I'm not making it seem like any kind of way. I'm this isn't like a cold I'm making, making it seem thing. the way I see it. Hey, keep my name out your mouth, sir. This is the way I see it. This is the way I see it. I just feel like, I feel like rappers that's watching this is like, yo, I'm going to just keep selling dope and talk about killing niggas. Like, this is what, like, when nobody tells you nothing to people with the extent of I guarantee you, we talk about Atlanta. Lil Baby is watching this show right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody feel like, hey, you Listen, I just want to say this. I don't feel like that's a good point of extortion. I don't care if they watch. Yes, they're going to keep doing it. No, that's, that's, okay. not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying, bro. Yes, of like, course they're going to keep doing it. That's this is about, about culture, right? You know? This is about culture. Absolutely. I'm saying that you as a black rapper if you just talking about dumb shit and you don't get involved in your community because this is the shit that happened. When you just tell people to go vote and be on the issues and do all that stuff, now you're getting dragged because you're not doing what they want you to do. That's not just what he said, though. Listen, that's not what he said about Bernie. That's not what he said. about. He wasn't ambiguous at all about Bernie. And they got a different relationship, bro. Yeah, and they they made a, he made it sound like Brent. Again, like Bernie we're talking was, about it's not just Jesus, about relationship. Right? It's which policy, which which slew of policies is, is going to improve. Which one? Which one? Bro, Kim so, is Kim's so, policies better for black people or not? I don't want to talk about Kim. I don't. I don't Reed. fuck with Kim. Like that's not the Reed. thing we talk about. Reed, that's like what I'm saying. Reef. Reef. Okay. Yes, so transition us. So Rottweiler, finish your conversation. if you if you so. Again, it's it's one of those conversations about someone doing something with you or someone doing something to you, right? So, like, what has Stacey Abrams done to reach out to Killer Mike to make him a part of her platform, right? Has she done that? Those are the questions that that that, that I would be asking, right? In terms in terms of that, so you, Reef, you're saying that she shouldn't have to do that at all just because she's a black no, woman. No, you're, what you're, are you saying? You guys are you guys are really confusing what the issue is. What I'm saying is no, we will, have, no, we're just talking two issues. No, I will, no, they, no, no. There's some things that are just not debatable. The, 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 how quick, how Chris laid it From out is exactly opinion. all is what I'm saying. There are two policies, two sets of policies that are going to be uh, implemented in Georgia. One is good for black people. One is hella bad for black people. And if you pretend that the, if you speak on your platform for millions and and even give an inkling that they are neutral or even, it's problematic. That's what I'm saying. And y'all turn that, y'all turn that no, statement. No, you, you know, y'all turn that statement to, hey, rappers are going to now keep yeah, shooting people. I'm like, we are talking about culture. Because we, like, we talking about yo, culture, man, and I, like and sometimes I talking to y'all twenty year olds is like, like the head up against the wall. It's, 
I, I think we talking about we talking about culture and who's feeling alienated. So again, y'all, you did this thing when you dismissed Kanye and the people that like Kanye West, right? You alienated that whole generation of people that love that man. And right now, there's a group of people, that. there's a group of people that feel alienated in this voting process. And the question wasn't about vote Kemp for KKK. Or the, the question they're wasn't so about alienated Kemp. that they're going to let me finish now. You're going to let me they, finish. They're, they're so alienated. If you're going to keep so alienated. Okay. They're one at a time. I mean, I was talking. I'm just saying. I, I was going. You feel me? I, okay. I, 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 one at I a time. Hey, get, hey, get all this out because when we once we touch down, I want peace. It's all good. Like the point that, like, the now this is the way the culture the, works. This is the way a culture show works. Issue, Go ahead, Charles. This issue about black male voters did not just start with that fucking soundbite or that quote from Killer Mike. This is something that has been happening over the years. And okay. you cannot talk down to It's not just two. It's okay. not just okay. Well, no, okay. Two let's, issues. Okay, let's 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 land the plane on this. about culture. No, no. There's there's a. Clear and we can come back to this. We can come back to. We're coming back to it. We can go ahead. You go ahead. We're coming back. I just want to like. I just want to say like. This is. I this think the show's over. It's nine o'clock. This is. This to me is like. <laughs> this proves the power of culture to me, though. Listen at the different levels of passion in this conversation versus some of the things that we might talk to. And more people will be interested in this, I think, uh, I'm than, about than a lot of things. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I, I want to uh, move us to our last segment of the night, our last talk. And we can we can actually surely come back to any final thoughts. About yeah, because I ain't got much on the last one, so I don't so. care too much about the last one. So. <laughs> yeah, right. yo, I love fact, the last was, one, so it's on me. <laughs> uh, this, this was not going to be big to, uh, to uh, Charles. So let me say this, Abbott Elementary versus Charter Schools. Abbott Elementary is a uh, is a juggernaut of a show. We have talked about it previously on the Eight Black Hands. We have talked about the fact that it is Coward, rare. Loved it. We, we have talked about uh, how rare it is for black women in Hollywood, uh, uh, you know, to be to have shows like Insecure and like Abbott Elementary, where it goes from concept to being championed and winning things. And this show has certainly done that. Uh, Abbott Elementary offers a humanizing uh, look at Philadelphia teachers, public school teachers. Uh, uh, and Rottweiler is already showing out, but we've talked in the past about this show and its impact on culture. It's a funny show that humanizes public school teachers, especially black teachers. And it's also the handiwork of a black woman who left Buzzfeed and a good job at Buzzfeed to make her dream show in an industry that doesn't respect black women, writers or producers. And the show's plotline in this season is starting to cause a little bit of tension though. And the tension is because its depiction of charter schools is right out of the playbook of anti-charter school folks, showing them as being overfunded, underaccountable, uh, and negative towards the, the whole of public education. Um, this new plotline actually has drawn uh, ire from a friend of ours, uh, not just one friend, but I, I'll say more than one friend, but uh, um, Jay Artist Wright, who actually leads a, a charter school uh, organization that actually supports black charters. Love you, right? Jay. Supports black charters. So she wrote a piece about this, an open letter to the writers and producers of Abbott Elementary. And basically she is calling out that this plot line is actually destructive uh, um, and it says the narrative you aimed at diminishes the diligent vetting process parents go through 
when seeking better education, uh, educational options for their children, options that allow parents to cast a wider net versus limiting them to schools in their immediate neighborhoods. She goes on to talk more about it. It's not a laughing matter. Uh, having a platform like this, we talk about Kanye's platform, we talk about Killer Mike's platform, and now we're talking about a Black woman who has a platform who uh, is actually using it in a way that could be counterproductive for some Black folks, especially those that run Black schools, charter schools. What say y'all about this cultural juggernaut that now uh, is in the crosshairs of some of our, you know, people we know, people we love and care about, but the show's funny and it's a good show. So, you know, like, <laughs> what say y'all? Well, I, I think the show's dangerous. Um, I think that, I think that it gets into like the tropes that are being run by teachers unions um, and, and who, whoever is, um, who, whoever are people that are giving her advice, giving advice to the writers in terms of like, you know, how they're depicting charter schools. I think that, um, yeah, they need to talk it over with their team because one, uh, charter schools are underfunded, right? Like if you're in a school district, then that district is taking about uh, 10 to 20% of the overhead off top and calling it administrator fees, right? So like right from there, you're only working with 80% of a per pupil uh, in terms of like what you're doing with, with, with students, right? So yeah, charter schools do more with less. And so it's actually a reverse narrative, right? And so I think that, you know, a lot of things that happen in traditional public schools, it's poor budget, poor, bu poor budgeting. It's, 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 it's a whole lot of things that are just poor, pure, uh, poor. And so, you know, just because you have charter schools that are outperforming them and charter schools are the black choice, right? There's tons of research. I'm looking at research now um, that, that points at the fact that black uh, parents prefer charter schools over traditional public schools, right? And so who are we to deny the choices of, of, of black parents? And I should be safe, safe for the record. I didn't show a clip because when you show these clips, sometimes it It'll demonetizes, you know, yeah. it gets you taken down from, from YouTube, which is one of our, our channels. <laughs> we gotta be monetized like, first, Chris. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, hey, we're getting there. <laughs> okay, see, I didn't need that shade on our business practices right now. We, we're growing, we're growing show. Yeah. We have aspirations of doing great things. Yeah. Knock it off, man, what's wrong with you? We trying to do things here. Anyways, the bottom line uh, for me is we if, we, if we would have shown a clip, the clip, this is the clip we would have showed you. Uh, a set of books comes to uh, brand new textbooks comes to uh, the underfunded traditional district school where uh, 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 the Abbott elementary teachers intercept the books and then they take them. They walk them over to the charter school. When they get to the charter school, there's a white woman there who actually is running the charter school who actually had gotten fired by the district for kicking a student. And she's like, yeah, yeah, now I've got this great school and I'm running a charter school now. Uh, we don't have the same hiring practices y'all have. And, you know, it's just like it beca that becomes a joke of how much money and great things they have with no accountability. Yeah, and these, accountability, you know, yeah. Yeah, these angry you know, people. Go I will say this. Uh, a, a birdie told me that uh, one of our charter school uh, uh, organizations tried to reach out to the show and the response that came back uh, from ABC or from, you know, uh, from the Abbott Elementary staff was we support real public schools. We don't support charter schools. Um, uh, so there you go. You have a show that's making a decision to be a cultural, uh, a, a cultural platform that humanizes one group and dehumanizes another group. And it happens to be the, the other group happens to be people that we know. Uh, you know, I, when I think about this, I think, okay, again, 
I like the show and it's funny. I don't like it enough to participate in what's already a problem. When I think about Jamar McNeely, who's running charter schools in, in NOLA in New Orleans that need to keep running. When I think about, uh, um, you know, Naomi uh, Shelton, who's running a charter school collaborative organization that supports people of color who are mostly single site charter schools uh, led by people of color. When I think about Margaret Fortune in Sacramento, who is running uh, not just uh, charter schools, good like charter schools, some of the best in California, whatnot. I think like, a black person who gets a platform in a white corporate media enterprise has somewhat of a responsibility to not participate in the demeaning and the dragging of people that are really doing something good for black folks and, and black youth in their cities. I still think the show's funny. I'm probably not gonna watch it anymore. Uh, okay, no, I'm probably just gonna stop watching it. I just I can't participate in that stuff. Right? Like there's just there's just some things I can't participate. Taking my ball and going home. I am. I am. I'm like done. Like there's certain things you can say and do about black people that like that that it's enough for me. Like like you know like listen. They call it the attention economy, like how much mm. attention you can get. There's things like I watched all of the Black Mirror episodes and whatnot, and I felt dirty afterwards. I was like, why did I watch all the Black Mirror episodes? But that was really good. That's, I like Black Mirror. It was good, but it made me feel like Bad. I did something wrong. Yeah, like, like you know, because it took a lot of time to watch it all. And I'm like, I got to be careful with what I, where I give my my attention to or whatnot. Anyways, I don't know. Do y'all think differently? Do you think this is a big deal at all? Or do you think it's just much to do about nothing? I mean, I, I disagree with Rottweiler. Um, I don't what think it's part, the what, what part do you disagree with? Well, you, you said it was dangerous. I don't think it was dangerous. I think it's a show. It's not a, a documentary. It is not a, uh, you know, a new black news or anything. It's a it's a comedy. And I, I can tell you, even if I was still a shoemaker, I would still watch the show. And I, I would that means I was in a charter, leading a charter. And I was just you know, the same way when when it first came on and how they were depicting the principal. And we have principals who are like, I can't watch this show because they're making the principal look bad. And I'm just like, when I was a principal, I could still watch cis clown principals and not like she ain't talking about me. She's not even talking about most of the principals I know, right? Like if anything, she's she's a, a that's cap. I can name five sis. principals that you know that show up like Abbott. I said most, and I don't know five that show up like Abbott's principal. <laughs> you know, if they are, they're all in Long Island. Um, but anyway, I just, I just, I don't look at it that way. And yes, I can also uh, identify like, you know, it's problematic because of just how the structure is. And like when you see the comments, right? When you see like a 80% structure that who are white, who uh, 93% who are, are not charter, many of them are still sending their kids to, all the places that even Quinta went to, you know, a, a, a school that her parents chose. And I know this because she went to the same magnet program that my oldest son went to. Um, and Miss Joyce Abbott was their teacher. And it was a magnet school um, within a school. It was like a school within a school, which means if you were in third, fourth grade and you didn't have the right grades, you couldn't even get to the sixth grade magnet program. So they had two groups of sixth grade, right? Like, so all of that and understanding the politics around all of that type of stuff is where, I, you know, I, I would add, you know, a conversation and things to it, but I wouldn't stop. I, I just think like it, we add conversation, we thicken the narrative. 
you know, um, about what's happening. That's that's how I do it. And like I can still movie. enjoy because the show is yeah. still kind of it's not kind of the show is hilarious. The show so is I, funny. You don't even watch TV. How, do, how are you able to get that? How are you I streaming d- that? Listen, because it's on Hulu and everyone every once in a while I'm able to catch. I'm like I'm like several episodes behind, but it I watch it. You know what I mean? I just finished the last uh, last year's uh, show. So now I'm on to the, you know. So you're a year behind, like, you're a year behind like, in the show? I can't take you serious, Reed. I'm a I couple episodes like... behind, not a year. I said I finished last year's. Now I'm, I'm a couple <laughs> episodes, but it comes on every week. I can't he's, catch he's up with it every week. busy traveling the country, meeting with presidents and dictators. And, <laughs> and, and dictators. And, and, and heads of states and stuff. But I will say this much. I didn't think this one was going to be very controversial for us. We do support our friends that are actually doing work in the charter school uh, um, uh, uh and thanks for that, Jay. Thanks for that. Uh, uh, I'm glad you said something, Chris. I hadn't even seen it, the open letter. I'm glad you... Uh, I yeah, Jay and I think other people are concerned about they are constantly fighting to be seen as legitimate. Mm-hmm. Like when you do this work and you start a school, you're constantly... First of all, don't start a black school somewhere that's a charter school uh, and expect that white liberals aren't going to come for you at some point. And then, some, and, and then at some point, black liberals who want to be white liberals one day are going to come for you too. And the worst of the worst, let me tell you the worst of the worst, the worst bunch of all are what, like Charles and I talked about this and he probably disagrees with me, but you know, sometimes like, <laughs> like sometimes like, sometimes like PK kids, you know, there's a thing to PK kids, you know, like PK? preachers, preachers, kids, oh, preachers kids, right? rather. You told right? me that last week. So, yeah. so sometimes like, like the children of principals and teachers in public school systems who are those pensionistas and they had that good middle-class oh. lifestyle and their parents block and tackled and got them in the better of the district schools because staff get staff uh, 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 preference, preference. Yeah. Uh, to get in certain schools or whatnot. And they get in these magnet programs. Then they grow up and they become those insufferable Negroes who want to talk about, we must defend the system and defend public education and defend and defend and defend. Listen, I get defense against right-wing people who want to shut down the main system that that's educating everybody. I get that Fight part, right? Power. Yeah, yeah, right. Fight the power. Yeah, do whatever you want to do. But don't become so brainwashed that just because you like a, you know, you a, a TK, a teacher's kid, that you like become so stupid. Yeah, you're TK. You so stupid as to believe that the system that worked for you works for everybody the same damn way. Don't talk about Matt Damon like that. And don't be both. Don't be both. Don't be a PK and a TK. Because now you're just insufferable on every level. But keep going. Go ahead. So so I'll just say this. Uh I would say watch the show that we did where we everybody was it was a love fest and people were looking at me crazy because I was like what's your I, point concept, you like, you like to do nobody this. looked you at you like crazy you just yeah, it just serious. wasn't your oh wasn't God. your type he of show he and you geezers this, at the top. Like, I told hey, you, know you so. I know how to fix this. I told you. So. I loved it. Go ahead. Let me get you geezers off the top Go of the ahead. screen. So, Go ahead. Let me, so Go let me get you geezers. Now, see, this is this. Uh, see, wait a second. This, hey, you you know showed what? your hey, age just now. Tell him, Chris. What? Let me let these geezers finish. Listen, man. What I said was, hey, look, we're going to let sis cook. Do your thing. It's not a show that I necessarily really want to watch because I work in this. It's not something that I want to do in my personal time. And I also said, I love that y'all loving it now. Wait till the unions get their teeth in it, baby. Like, come on, man. Like, you knew this was coming. Like, we knew this was coming. But here, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay here. Uh, I absolutely did just call somebody a geezer, Sherry. I I, I see that you are outraged and by that. The record, see, that's I'll, ageism, I'll, right, Sherry? Ageism in the flesh. You, I just y'all, want y'all to say that Charles ain't young. Way. You dismissive people. 
So wait a second. Ahead. Hold on a second. Wait a second. Here's the yeah, thing. Just, and in, in the same, yes, in the yes, same yes, spirit yes. that I've had for all the other topics, she is a part of my generation. She built a platform. And when people build a platform, they get to do what they want with their platform. Here's the thing. I saw things in this comments that might be more of an issue. For one, somebody said, oh, when I left uh, public schools and went to charter schools, see, that's a problem, right? Because charter schools are public schools. So you can't be mad at the show and the apparatus of this young lady who has a writer's room behind her that has very, very powerful influence from the teachers union. And then we out here getting our terms wrong about what a charter school even is. We got to okay. look in our own house about that. So it's anyways, a show. Charles, it's a this, show. Is, this is what I'm saying, Charles. Come on, bro. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I disagree do? with you. You you do this like I told y'all so I, thing. Because I, I, I did. I did. I, did on this one, I did. What did you tell us that we didn't But I said, don't move the goalposts. I caught grief. I caught grief. I caught grief because I said, I was like, I love this show and I'm going to watch it and do it. Nobody gave you grief about that. You have revisionist history sometimes. We got a whole comment section, B. It was a whole It was a whole thing, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the point that I'm making is, I think Quinta's actually very smart. I think she's very talented. I think her leaving that show on HBO to go and do that was a big thing for her to do. And I don't, and she don't write the show by herself. And teachers unions are powerful, man. So here's what you need to do if you're looking at the tea leaves, right? You need to have a strong apparatus that can combat that stuff. We need to have our own people that come out and make their own stuff. And you need to have some things that go out there. I love what Jay wrote. And I'm with Jay on that. I think, and whatever Jay needs or anybody that you name needs will be there, whatever. But we, it's her platform. We can't tell people to do what to do with their platforms. Like we can be disappointed. We can push them. Wait a second now. Wait happen. a second now. This is so. This is I think where the rub comes in with Kanye, Killer Mike, Quinta, and whatever. Okay. I don't think there's ever going to be a celebrity where you're ever going to have a problem with what they say ever. I don't think there's ever going to be a problem. I think what, I think who's going to have a? Would you say that again? When we talked about Jay-Z, when we talked about Kanye, when we talked about Killer Mike, when we talked about her, I don't think that there's ever going to be a problem uh, worthy of activism with a celebrity. I don't think you're ever going to like say the celebrity's wrong, right? That, like, that I, I'm never going to say that? I mean, we, we, the show we did on Jay-Z, uh, the show we did on David Chappelle, the show we're doing now on Killer Mike, Kanye, Quinta, it's the most consistent thing is that you say, their geniuses are they're great or they they did, did something great or they built something great and, oh let's and, do this yeah go and, ahead and, 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 and my point in all of this is it doesn't take away from any of that but you can face consequences for shit that you say or do and that's that 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 that's like that's like like the, you know like listen if they if a celebrity never can go a bridge too far for you i get that but they didn't can't say in my life. You, you making so, a bunch of assumptions. So, I didn't say. I didn't. I didn't say that. I, I'll. I'll tell you what. I'll well, I mean, tell point you. out. Point out. Like. Like what I just said. Then. Like. So we did a show on Jay Z. So I'm gonna tell you. We let me tell you. Let me tell you what these people mean to me. Right? And we talking right. about. We talking about culture right. and generation. Okay. We're talking about Jay Z. Somebody who came up selling dope. Some. Now nah, I don't want the whole screen. Put it all on there. You talking about Jay Z? <laughs> no, no. Because I want to look at you when I'm saying right. it. Right. I want to look at you. I'm just talking about Jay Z, who's somebody that came from something, bro, that got shot at, that a whole bunch of things have happened, and he changed his life around, and he and he he motivated a whole like generation of people. We talking about one of the best people to ever put things together, and he's done more for Black people than a whole bunch of people that we talk about and we show a lot of love to. And there's a lot of things that Jay Z might do that I disagree with, but I don't need to pile onto him 
I don't need to join in on that stuff. When I got issue with him, I'll be like, oh, I don't like that or whatever the case is. But I am so proud of what that dude came from and what he did. When we talk about Dave Chappelle, I do like I think Dave Chappelle is a comedic genius. I think that he is saying some stuff and I think people took some of that stuff out of context. So, yeah, I did stand up for there. When we talk about Kanye West, I did say Kanye West had a bunch of clown shit, some dumb shit. He's bonkers on it. But I don't need to pile in on that, especially if we four people that talk about how we care about mental health. If we're looking at somebody that has access to to, to media and people piling on and all that stuff. I see somebody that's in a corner that's a rat and a rat will chew through his own body to get out of that fire. So what I'm saying is, is that that brother needs some help and I hope that he gets it. And I don't want to see nothing happen to him. With Quinta, I think Quinta is also somebody who's very creative. I don't love that show. I don't have no issue with it, but I don't love that show. But what I was saying was that we said, I like, yo, who is surprised that this happened? Like who is surprised that any show that has that talks about public schools on national television once a week that the unions didn't find a way to get their claws in there. And with Killer Mike, I am talking about somebody who came from an environment that I came from and it, it changed his life around and has done more and done a ton of stuff for black people. But we don't hold, we don't say this to like the people that's still in the street, still doing stuff. And well, what I'm saying is, what I said, is that though. this conversation, how's what I'm saying is, how, what do you mean, how's what different? Everything that you just said actually is what I said you say. What, what I mean, I am saying that I am proud of the people. Listen, bro, is it the road? I mean, you're proud of their concrete? stories. You're proud I'm of their these are roads that do from concrete. Done, I'm saying right? that I came yeah. from something myself. I'm saying that these are people that I can relate to. I'm saying that I'm proud of these people. I'm saying that I'm not gonna have more energy and funk for them than these white motherfuckers or other people that's out there that's been tearing down our community, that's still killing our people, that's still doing all that stuff. What I'm saying is, I Charles doesn't need to pile on to them. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that these no, but, but, but Pylon's different. I guess the point that I so was you agree with what Chris said. Though. I'm not. I mean, I'm just. I'm saying we should be a mighty I'm asking a question because some of the minds want to know. We can be real. I, we can be right. real. We, we can be about real. We know about some shit sometimes. And these are people that actually have a track record of doing some great stuff. And we don't be having that same issue for other people that ain't getting shit for. Wait a second now. But wait a second now. We can give them their props when they do great stuff. Have you ever done a show giving their props? Let me let me finish. Like we say when things are going well, we give we give props to people, but it's not like a one directional. You can never do any wrong. Like we're not into star worship here. We're not star worshiping. You can still do a lot of great oh, stuff. Are you saying I'm star worshiping? I don't star See, worship nobody. I said if you listen, if you taking advice you This is not your point. Jay Z show because of some good he did. Have this we ever done a Jay Z show because of some good he did? Have we ever done a show on Kanye West because of good he did? No, this is the point I'm making, though. See, this isn't about you. This is this is about no. Our you, you made about me. Is, you said what I wouldn't do, and so I'm 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 coming back at you. When I said we, I'm talking about our people. When we put people up like this, we do say Oprah did a very good job of, of going from somebody who wanted to be Barbara Walters and took over the world, even though everybody told her she couldn't. We do say that people came from some very hard backgrounds and did amazing things. Barack Obama became president of the world or whatnot. Uh, you know, we can, uh, we do honor our people constantly for overcoming big things. Beyonce uh, 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 is actually like, I can't think of somebody who's got more black support or whatnot. That doesn't mean, though, that because you turned your life around, you came from something or like that, that you're not going to make a political move at some point that is counter to what black folks think is good for black folks. And, and, and when that happens, your defense can't be in those times. Your defense can't be. Well, I don't want to just give you a hard time about that because you know you done, you, you just 
Well, I mean, you said I don't want to pile on them when they're doing. I said I don't need to pile on on that in that particular way with the killer Mike thing. All I did was clarify what actually happened. What we were talking about wasn't actually what happened, and I clarified exactly what happened in the context of that thing. Like this is what I'm saying, but man. We have we, we, we're, we're having a conversation we're about culture and them. different generations. Yeah. And what I'm telling you is part of the reason that your generation and the generation after me don't see eye to eye is because we can be really dismissive of people's accomplishments at certain times and only want to talk about them when they do something wrong. And that's what I'm saying. We ain't never done a show. We have never done a show just off the street crazy doing something great. We've never done Charles, a show. Charles, 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 you can't pull that one on generation because of this for this one very reason. It's not my generation that's sitting up the most dragging these fools when we catch on to this. Go and look at the the, the killer Mike feed. That's Listen, your generation bro, I'm dragging. Not, I'm, not, I'm not just, I'm not just talking your about, generation not, dragging. We're, if we're talking about culture, first off, there are people inside of generations that also represent different cultures. I come from a culture where a lot of people fucking die, where they go to jail, where a lot of bad things are happening. And when I see somebody that started at a place and changed it all the way around to become a billionaire like Jay-Z, you damn right. I'm going to be like, you know what? That's crazy. And that's super dope what that dude did, even if he made that mistake. When you see a killer Mike, bro, who was out here selling dope and, like, did a whole bunch of shit and is doing, starting a fucking bank, and all he said was talk to, that's yo, just, you just need to do this. That's all, I'm that's just, not all he said, but that's all great stuff. What would what, 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 you say, Sharif? We celebrate we celebrate the stuff that they did well, like great. So, like and then no, they're not above reproach. When have we celebrated, Sharif? When have you and I celebrated when I signed up? I started, when I signed up for the bank. That's when I when I signed up no, no, for the customer of the bank. We can have the disagreement and maybe and maybe I'm just not blaming our generation for stuff, bro. Every generation looks at things differently than other generations. Generations. At generations all look at the you. Time. Look at the young boy. All the young boy. Huh? Y'all come and taking pot shots at generation all the time. And what I'm telling you is, is that y'all said like y'all generation shit don't stink. Y'all said like no. everyone wasn't running out here in these streets like fake news, crazy, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's fake news. Really quickly, really quickly, right? Well, wait a second, Rottweiler. What generation are you in? I don't know. I'm 45. So, so okay. It's not just strictly generation and it, it's there are subsects of that. And what I'm saying is, is I come from a subsect where both my parents was in and out of jail. I come from a subsect where both my parents was in and a bro. I come from a subsect where a lot of people and friends that I care about are no longer here. So if one of those people that grew up like me, bro, done turn that shit around and is doing great stuff, I'm gonna be like, you know what? You might have fucked up there, bro. But like, considering what you have done, Hold Charles, this, is, this is where I don't think it's fair, Charles. This is where I don't. Th I don't think this is fair to make that. You act like you're the only one that says that. No, and this is this I is where like I'm answering is, for me. I can't answer for you. But this is where I don't think it's a generational issue, is because the activists that were fighting for the NFL situation, when Jay Z got drugged, he was being drugged by people in your generation who come from circumstances just like you do. It's not mm -hmm. like we're some old heads or whatnot. There's people just like you who came from your background who are involved in activism, who take these folks to task when they do something that's against the activism that they're trying to push. They were trying to push the, NF, uh, the NFL to be more uh, uh, good with black folks, right? And, and they saw a billionaire come along and give the black, give, put a black face on a white situation and give cover. And it wasn't old heads that were coming after him. It was active not, young people that were coming I, after him. I'm right? not just saying that this, I'm not just, I, so generation is the wrong term, right? 
I'm not just saying um, generation on the age yeah. thing. All right, good. I mean, but right. we, we were talking, we were supposed to be talking about culture and generation <laughs> kind of snuck in because y'all took the pot shots, but it is what it is, right? We when took I took the pot shots. Y'all been, been pot shotting the whole night. So what are you talking about? <laughs> we are Come innocent on, of okay. casting aspersions upon our integrity. We've never done that. But we are in a different culture. But we do we do come from a different culture, all right. We do come from a different culture where there are people that I know now, and it's a fucking gun on a on a kitchen table, and they don't have to sell dope, and might still be like we do come from a different culture in there, and this is what I mean by that. I've asked us this question before, and this is what I mean by differently culturally, right? If if there's a fight happening and we at the mall and I get jumped, are you just jumping in and and you got my back? Or are you trying to figure out what the fuck happened in there? And there's different answers to that question. What I'm saying is some of these people are in a street fight getting jumped right now. And I'm going to hold your back. And I got you right now, Killer Mike. I got you right now, Hove. But behind closed doors, I'm going to be like, yo, bro, I think that was foul. Or this, that, and the third. You didn't say it's I got you, Stacey way, Abrams. It's the same way. It's oh the same God. way. That's it's the shot. same way. See, bro, you that's just made me lose shot. my pants off. Uh, I mean. That's not a shot. The point that I'm saying is, is that the world don't need my help tearing down more black people, bro. And especially black people that come from something that means something to me, bro. Like the blueprint means something to me. It means something to me, dog. Like that shit got me through some stuff, bro. And so it's for like people you know, listening, for people listening, the blueprint, the album, right? This is what you talk when you're saying that you're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, Jay Z's yeah. album, yeah. the blueprint, right? Yeah. And what I'm saying, it's, it's the it same. Was, listen, bro, it's a good album, and it got yeah. you through some things, me, and you, you felt like, relating listen, to the story, if the, right? If the room is mixed, bro, yeah. and a conversation yeah. about Tyler Perry come up, I'm gonna be like, bro, look what Tyler done did. Look at that studio he done built. Look at all this stuff. But if it's just me and black folks or me and Tyler, I'm be like, bro, you know, some of the movies is some bullshit. Like you know, what no, like not. there's a no, thing. Not. Some of the movies, what? Are but but no. but hey, and the last one was great. Stop I think it. the last one was really good, actually. Stop right, it. but the point the Stop point it. that I'm making is I don't think y'all are wrong. I don't I don't know what Cynthia is talking about, but whatever. She blocked me anyway. So the point that I'm making is this, bro. I represent a certain subset of culture, a certain subset of culture that doesn't feel heard, that doesn't feel seen. And this culture will go out and they will sell dope. And this culture will go out and they will rob you. And these and you have to, when you show somebody like Killer Mike and he getting drugged like this, but the cat that ain't changed nothing, that's still doing all the same stuff, you got kids coming in being like, well, why would I get involved with this community stuff? If I'm getting drugged by these people, let me keep shaking this ass. Let me keep talking about this. Let me keep talking about that. And it's not going to get better. You feel me? And so it's the people that know, know. And the people that don't, it ain't for you to know. And it is what it is. Well, you know what? And this, this is the one thing I'm going to say. Because, listen, I speak with a clear middle class register. I am living in. <laughs> let me I put that light. Hey, so let, this, me put, no, let me put that full screen on no, you, big no, dog. No, and listen, <laughs> you, I'm okay with it. Bring it all. Bring it all. Bring it all. <laughs> I speak with a very clear middle class register that uh, that bespeaks uh, uh, a learned person over time. But don't let it like convince you that I have never <laughs> just just don't incriminate yourself, big dog. Just, just realize that that we're all parts of families. And we have absolutely uh, we have all kinds of stories and life things that that make us who we are. And you don't come from Louisiana. Uh, you don't come from the Seventh War with, with cousins in the hey, Ninth War. You, you don't come to this just because you speak with uh, a Nebraskan accent at some point in your life without any experiences that make you uh, know exactly everything that you're talking about. But see, the, see, the difference with me is I don't lionize or valorize our ignorance 
and our ignorant behavior. And I never did, even as a child, I never did. Looking up at people doing counterproductive, uh, hostile and sometimes fatal things based on ignorance and, uh, and, and ghettoization of black folks that wasn't our choice to be ghettoized, right? We didn't, we didn't choose that. So just because I can understand and I can relate doesn't mean that, uh, that I make it part of my ethic or my politic to bend to that when I think about our national program for our freedom that is mostly about rulemaking and policies and laws and, and politics and parties and money that all come down to one thing, which is power. So I don't care that we have some wayward people or some people that are just going to keep selling dope or shaking their ass or swinging on a pole or whatnot. Uh, I take that. I take right. that as coloni colonized. That that's what co colonial rule has done to us. Not exactly. just in the United States either. It did it to us in in Europe. It did it to us in South America. It did it to us in Africa. It has done it to us everywhere. That subculture exists everywhere. It exists in Jamaica. It exists here. It is basically based upon the kind of economic starvation of a people, and it doesn't mean though that at the same time we can't be political people with our eye on power Never said there is no power there is no power in that shit there is just no power well, in that. actually there is there's a ton of power in it and and i see it well tell me how places. like how I'm, what i'm gonna tell you is that there's a there's a subsect of people that i deal with that i care about that's out here that i work with and I, what i'm saying is that i love chris i love sharif and and and, and i love what we're talking about and there are some people that, but y'all won't, they, they, you might not be able to talk to them. What I'm saying is that a Jay-Z or, or, or a Little Baby or, or a, a Killer Mike can get into those rooms and have those people listening in a way that actually matters. And what I'm saying is, is that when they see those people, it's like, well, damn, like they, 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 they getting on cuss because he's trying to actually help and he said the wrong thing. Well, let me just not help. Let me just not do this. And like, and, and I think that that matters. I mean, I think what you said is fine. I don't have an issue with what you said. And I know where you, I, we've talked about where you come from. I'm not trying to make it about me. What I'm saying is though, is that different people hear things in different ways. And what I'm saying is, is that even with those mistakes, I think Kanye West is making some grave mistakes. And I think there are some huge consequences that he's gonna have to pay. That don't change the fact that I love that dude and I wanna see that dude okay. And I wanna see him come home and I hope he can. You know what I'm saying? But he might not. Like he might be one of those people that we lose. I'm just telling you, bro. Like he might be one of them people that we lose or a suicide, whatever, you know, an OD or something like that. And I don't want to see that. So I'm just saying, bro, I don't disagree with you on that. But I think when we have these talks about culture, which is what we wanted to do, like these are the things that's going to come up because we talk to different crowds of people. And I think what you said is fine. I don't have an issue with that. But I and, know and that listen, it's not going to reach everybody the same way. I'm not going to reach everybody. There's a lot here's of people the thing is, that I don't like, lost and I'm not reaching. And I'm okay I think with this. this is a, I, okay I feel like this is a real discussion. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's better than most discussions that are Yeah, happening. we, we got to have them. Right? We are four black men coming from four different kind of directions on different well, things. Two of y'all talking not, more but, than the but, other two. But, but not, not yeah. well, you don't have much to say. Uh, anyways, not not worth anything. Anyway, you know, like like so, but but we're coming from different locations, but we're also coming from the same locations in some ways too. Like we make a lot about the fact that we're different, but but the, the truth of the matter is, with with the exception of Sharif, I mean, who like had part of his life on Mars or some shit. Like he was, yeah. Like he he did he wasn't here for certain movies. Yeah, Mars right now. So, well, you know, I was I was here for I was here for the crack epidemic. You know, I can I can tell you that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. The way you said that was like too. my parents were on that shit. So yeah, I, I don't know. So here we go. He just said this that. is what I want to do, y'all. This to me has been this has been amazing uh, in a lot of ways because I feel more energized about this conversation. I feel like it's more real. 
than a lot of things that we could talk about. Uh, and our people are talking about everything that we talked about tonight is going to drag on in, with people being for or against on different sides. It's happening with, with or without us. It's going to happen. That's that's how culture is. That's the strength of culture. But land this plane. You heard tonight about Kanye, Killer Mike, Quinta, all having platforms and all those platforms being engaged in cultural, the phenomena of Twitter and social media of, of rev, regular average people arguing about like, uh, what's up with Kanye? What's Killer Mike doing? What's Quinta doing? Uh, let's, let's go on Quinta. Cause I think actually she's still enjoying all of her roses right now. I feel like it's only the charter people that, that uh, are souring. Uh, on her situation right now. And that only matters to us because we know charter people. But how you land the plane for yourself after everything you discussed tonight uh, with these cultural juggernauts? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll get it out of the way. All right, Wild, be, Wild, Rod Wilder. Here you I'm go. Gonna be, I'm going to be pretty quick. Um, so in talking about the uh, the the conversation with, with with Kanye West, I think there's nuance to, to to that conversation, because when you get on YouTube and you see black folks talking about bitches, hoes, shaking ass, killing people, doing all these things, they still are allowed to have a platform. But the moment that they go outside of the realms of being anti-black, anti-black culture, and they say anything that's related to the J word or anything that's anti-Semitic, they immediately get pulled down, right? And I think that when you make that argument uh, with regards to that, I feel like anything that they do that's anti-Black should receive the same energy that anything that they say that's anti-Semitic should receive, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I'll say about that because I don't I don't want to go too deep on that because, you know, plugs get pulled, COINTELPRO gets called in with regards to that. Um, the second thing that I'll, I'll talk about with regards to Killer Mike is that I feel like, you know, it, it goes into that whole thing about, you know, black men are not a monolith, right? And so if black men are not a monolith, then, you know, we have to have the rights to have the opinions that, that we have. And it's like either you're on the side of the opinion or you're not on the side of the opinion, right? But like you can't uh, circumvent the process in terms of like allowing people to uh, to show their political will and why they believe in the things that they believe, right? Mm. And then lastly, with regards to uh, Abbott Elementary, I don't watch it no more. I'm in the lab right now. I'm working on Abbott Elementary Charter School. So if y'all got anybody that y'all would like to lend to me in order to make this, to make this thing to make this thing work, uh, I, I would appreciate it. <laughs> this is like old school biting. Not even saying like I'm a David the same thing, and I'm just add a word like that's straight biting. You're 45. You know what biting is. All right, uh, Charles, bruh, land your plane, man. We, sure. we, 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 nah, nah, nah. let your one of y'all old geezers go before Charles and then put Charles <laughs> after that. Absolutely, thank you, Ray. <laughs> go ahead, Sharif. Well, wait Ridiculous. a second. First of all, I just want to say that 45 is not a spring chicken, right? Hey, like, but again, it's springier than that Popeyes you eat. No, yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so, Mr. Like, you know, downward dog. I don't think so, bro. Um, but anyways, uh, uh, Charles, do you not want to go? Do you want an old I, I would love for I would love for okay. Sharif to go before me. Sharif, bro, it is the floor is yours. Land this plane. Man, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, what I would say, I'll, I'll start uh, with the end. I'm, I'm still going to continue to watch in uh, Quinta's show. I think she's, I, I think she's a genius, you know, um, actually. And I think the yes. show is, is very, <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, I do, I do. I, I love how, I love how she rapped. I think it's funny. 
Um, just like I didn't look at, I didn't see the principal in myself when she talks about charges. I don't see myself or any. And then the thing about uh, a thing about the stuff with the charters, it's not a single of those black families that attend Shoemaker um, or who were on the wait list for Shoemaker who going to look at that show and be like, you know what? I'm taking my kid off the wait list or the next morning they ain't say, well, it comes on Thursday. I guarantee we got 700, almost 800, uh, you know, uh, families who are like, hey, baby, it's time for school on Friday morning, right? So, mm-hmm. and I am 100% with, with Jay, with Naomi, uh, with us, with the families um, who, who are saying like, yo, like this is, uh, you know, and crying foul about it. And particularly, uh, Black-led, Black-founded charters um, and Black parents who are demanding more of them, more access to great opportunities. And with all the things that have been historically wrong with uh, with our traditional schools, charters only been around for a couple of years. And I can tell you, my grandparents would say, um, can list and write a book about the issues that they had with uh, traditional schools and they had never even heard of charter. So, uh, you know, that's it for that. Um, other thing, just big picture, and I put it in the, um, you know, in a Facebook, um, you know, page, but I, I also want to just like channel Malcolm, um, where he just really talked about, you know, uh, black celebrities being placed and anointed as the leadership class, even though often, you know, uh, their class status was, was radically different. Um, and often they were, they may be speaking of things that even if they came from certain situations, they are so buffered from it that they've even, and you know what, Mama Sarah, Mama Sarah said the most genius thing. She said, there are a whole lot of black folks who've gone through, who've experienced oppression in their youth. And then when they escape that, they forget about it and also forget what it means to be living in that space. And they create something uh, very different. And I think sometimes in our celebrity, you know, uh, worship, we let them off the hook for, for some of that. And I, I would say, like, you know, to really, you know, think about how Malcolm talked about uh, black celebrities who had proximity and access to capital, uh, fame, fortune, et cetera, um, and then use their platform to, to talk about, uh, you know, other things that aren't, that, and missing the point of what's the lived experience right now. And I think that is, that is what is dangerous. And I think we should continue to love them, celebrate them, and hold them accountable. This is collective work, collective responsibility, and collective accountability. And just because you got some ducats don't mean that you are um, absolved from um, what you fix your mouth to say. Yeah, so uh, you can keep here because I like looking at that damn Sharif while I'm- Yeah, uh, yeah, let me, before we transition, let me just say this. this. Just let me say this because we want to go to uh, Dr. Cole and let Dr. Cole land the plane. Here's Charles, it's Uh, all good. uh, But for the but for the for the young people out there, ducats are money. They're oh they're God. monies. They're, they're, again. They're, they're they're monies. So um so if we're trying up, to connect. Um, we're just making yeah, sure that they're trying to connect. Don't trip on your cane when you get up yes. to go to the bathroom. So listen, so um I, no full screen. I like I like seeing y'all, man. I, I I enjoy seeing y'all when I talk. It helps me concentrate. Uh, cause I, I, I just a good idea comes when I can see Sharif's face uh expressions when I say what I need to say. I would say this, man. Uh, I absolutely don't worship celebrities. I think that, listen, I love Kyrie can grab a basketball. I don't give a damn what he thinks about if the earth, the earth is flat or round. I think to the parents that are listening, if your kids are going to celebrities for political views, you have failed somewhere. Like, you need to have a conversation. I think that people are good in, in their bowl of water, and then you put them out of that. Uh, I think they flopping around like the rest of us. So, yes, Kanye West can make some incredible beats. Do I care what he thinks about like 
politics, not really. That's not where I go on that. And I think that, but the, the one point that I would say as we talked about these things, man, is I think that some of these folks are just getting jumped at the mall right now. And, and the way that I would want my friends to show up for me is to protect me and support me publicly and then correct me and support me privately to get the help and get and get where I need to. But the world don't need my help in beating up on these black people. I, I, I they just don't. Right. And like I, there's a lot of things that Jay-Z has done or said or whatever. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't. I, that's not really what I would do. But that doesn't mean that it takes away from his story. Maybe if we had more heroes, like maybe if there was a thing where you could just see yourself reflected in the, in these pieces a little bit. And, you know, uh, Sharif talks about this a lot where, you know, with mirrors and, and, and windows, you know what I mean? I think we wouldn't be so starved to love some of these people. And it goes back to my original point that I've made over and over and over on this very show. Stop looking for people to love you. Stop looking for these politicians to love you. Stop looking for these corporations and stuff to love you. You know what I'm saying? You got to get real love from somewhere else so these things can work as they're supposed to function. I think it just in this conversation, man, uh, as far as Quinta is concerned, hey, man, I think Quinta is dope. I don't know how this dude got that she's a genius in what she does and Kanye West somehow is not. But I think Quinta is very, very talented. I think that what I was saying about that is, it's okay. To, I'm, I'm glad that people, you should disagree with this if you work in the charter sector. What I'm saying is, don't just get mad. Get some, let's get some more power. Let's get let's get somebody in that writing room. Let's like, how do we come back with a power blow? You know what I'm saying? That kind of can help sway that piece. You know what I'm saying? Like these people, like they want us to just be mad and upset about stuff and, and, and not go and like actually make things happen. So, and I think that the people that you named, Jay, the the Naomi's, I think that they actually do have that. I think that they actually are brilliant and you should look up their work and you should go support them. Like I, I stand with them on that. So uh, I enjoyed the show. I think when we talk about culture, these are conversations that we need to have. I think that they are supposed to be uncomfortable because at times there is a chasm. And, and, and again, like I had a conversation and I just, I, I had a conversation earlier this week and part of that conversation was, hey, bro, you know, you can't have it. You can't have a strap in a circle, bro. Go put that over there. Like, hey, man, I know you're thinking about going to do that thing. Like, we let's holler about that, right? Like, that's there's a different type of conversation that is going on in those places. And when Chris and I was putting this episode together, and he was like, well, what do you actually care about? And I was just like, it's not that I don't care about these things. It's just that I'm in an environment where there are some more immediate things that are happening. And some of the stuff just doesn't come up in my everyday conversation, but I appreciate the conversation. I hope everybody was entertained. Yeah. I, um, so my life is richer because I uh, have been doing this with you brothers every week for like over time, I get access to, uh, to like different perspectives, checks on my own perspectives. It's like, you can live by yourself alienated as a male, as a person, just traveling through the world or whatnot, without any checks and balances on what you're thinking. Uh, Charles, you know, bruh, um, am I wrong about this thing that I'm thinking about? And, you know, Charles always do that. Well, I, you're not wrong, but you're wrong. <laughs> you know, like, 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 but, you know, iron sharpens iron. And there's not a lot of outlets for us to be able to tap into people that we can disagree with who we know got our back no matter what. Right. That's the bottom line here. So conversations like this to me was like we could disagree and know that we got each other's like back 100 uh, percent. And that's modeling something for other people that that like models something for other people who watch us be able to interact this way. I don't think when I think about Kanye, for instance, I don't think Kanye has a lot of that, right? Like Kanye, you know, 
represents a group of people, but not, but Kanye has all but said, you know, and my peers can all go to hell. Diddy can mm -hmm. go to hell. Charlemagne can go to hell. Anybody who doesn't support me the way I want to, they're not on my level. Uh, you know, they don't see what I see, that type of thing. So, uh, so my bottom line is this, everything we talk about is power. That, that, that there's, there's no other word. There's no other goal for us. There's no other thing that we're talking about. None of these issues have anything else to do with anything other than do we get power out of the situation that we're talking about? There is no power in Kanye standing next to Trump and wearing a Trump hat and wearing a White Lives Matter hat and going on Fox News and sitting with Tucker Carlson and giving permission to a, a whole white world to white think that, 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 that it is white power. He, is, he has literally decided mm -hmm. that I am going to be an agent for white power now. And for us to, to, to not to ignore that is us giving up our power. Like our power is, no, we need star players. We are so behind in the race and with race that we need star players out there. And if you are not adding to our power and if you are taking away from it, I, you know, listen, I ain't got much. That, that's, that story just writes itself after that. That's the end of the story for me. Um, there is no power in being ambivalent about the governor's race in Georgia. There is literally zero power in acting as if this isn't a contest between one superior set of policies for black people and black power versus an inferior set of policies for black people and black power. I don't care if you are on a corner with a gun right now, if you are, you know, in a strip club, you know, uh, on a pole. I don't care what your life circumstances is. There is no power in voting for Kemp or acting ambivalent about whether or not Kemp becomes your next governor in the state of Georgia. Somebody who wants to make it harder for you to vote, makes it so that you maybe not be able to vote at all, completely disenfranchise you from the vote, so that you can't have any power, any electoral accountability or power to make sure that laws that have to do with social services and government services and clean water and clean air and healthcare and all that stuff uh, bend in your favor. There's no power in that. And for Quinta, you know, much less of a situation. But I will say this. There is no power in trying to tell the world that there's only one system that should serve us educationally. There is no power. I don't care how funny or entertaining or whatever you are. These are all corporate people. These are all people that are making hundreds of millions of dollars for their, their overseers. And it's about money. And they are creating power for somebody. They should be creating power for us. And if they're not, like, I'm sorry, that just that's the story that that writes itself. I, I think uh, I think she's funny. I think Killer Mike's uh, uh, music is brilliant. I think uh, uh, Kanye has served his purpose. Uh, I never really gave a shit about like his fashion or any of the other stuff that he does. Not that stuff like like for me. No, I don't go to these people for my politics. I do not go to them for my politics. I actually go at them when they use their platform to kill us to actually contribute to our actually uh, to our actual uh, oppression. And that's where I, where, where I land on all of it. I love and respect the fact that we all come at it differently and we had, we had tonight to air it out. I think we should do more of these shows. I think our community should do more of these shows. Yeah, I don't so, want to talk about education no more. Let's just do this. I don't Go want ahead. to talk about it no more either. So we can talk about that tomorrow because we can rebrand. I'm always <laughs> talking about education. Uh, I mean, I, I think it. if you, I, mean, I, think we'll, I think it'll come up naturally, but I think that yeah. these are I, I feel I like talking about these corny hip hop artists that little dirt. Okay, little now we're not we're not gonna do a start little... another show at the end of the show because we do <laughs> for that. Talk about haircuts. <laughs> yeah. We're not having and one. I, I, no, we're not, not getting have, one. Not having one can't be a matter of fact. I'm gonna get some straight backs for for tomorrow. That's I like anyways, straight backs.
Uh, I love everybody who has who spends their time with us every uh, every uh, weekend on a Sunday night. They give us our time. This has been uh, episode one hundred and eighty five of the Eight Black Hands. We have made it to one hundred and eighty five shows. That's yo yo. Song. Shout out to y'all, man. That, Much love, man. Much that love is for that. Amazing. That's a big deal. Uh, and I appreciate everybody who has been with us all along Never the way. So, so smoke weed on the show, bro. Like on the show, like live, we're gonna smoke weed. Like, yo, you're out of pocket. This is not, it's, 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 it's it's not a Yo, man, these young boys, man, they just they just getting lit, 